Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am. What I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. My Doja Kosher game over, soldier. I'm coolin'. Be on the sofa. You Niggas are listening live. Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, February 8th, 2017. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And with me, once again, as always, as promised, from the Central Texas, coming in at a smooth... Five eight and a half, a buck ninety. No, I don't think he's that much. But anyway, Cameron Hawkins, Cam, what's happening? Sorry to give out all your attributes and. No, what you're not going to do is lie to these people. That's what's not going to happen, okay? But we still, we can talk about that later. Yeah, I'm I'm doing well, doing doing perfectly fine. Good to hear. Um, <clears throat> we're a few days away from. Another pay-per-view, two-week turnaround, one of these pay-per-views that we get twice a year, I think. Uh, no, 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 I, I think we get them a few times a year. They, they happen like twice in the summer, fall, a bunch, uh-huh. or maybe even more. But here we go again. Uh, yeah, feels more like a chore than, than something that I'm like really excited for, but... I literally, five minutes ago, just finished watching SmackDown, which was a really, really good episode. His promo game was really on point for the entire show. Like, I think everybody had a decent to good promo. Natty and and, and Nikki, that was flames. Even though though Mickey James, uh, even though she gives the mic and starts talking like the snake from Jungle Book, it still worked. It's effective. Wait, who? Which one? Ooh, Natty? The snake from Jungle Book. Uh, no, 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 no. Mickey. Which one? It's about Mickey James. Oh, okay, okay. Whoa, shit. Because, yeah, I, I, was, I didn't get it. No, okay, Mickey. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> what is, is that what that cadence is? What is that? That's Jungle Book. Yeah, snake. that's... Yeah, she's a jungle book snake. Or she's a, uh I don't know, she's one of those guys at the beginning of, of Aladdin that was chasing a bit small. A bit small. Because she was she's dragging the messes out, boy. I better get that point across. But yeah, like it's it's interesting. It's gonna be I think a very good show. But then like you said, there were very good promos going to it. But damn, like the t- short turnaround just really takes some steam out of it. You know, and yeah, yeah, it does. <sighs> but, but at the very least, the 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 wrestlers have. Uh, well, Nikki and Natty, I said like a month ago, I was ready to see that match, and that's done a really good job of building to. Yeah. I still, I still want to see that match. I can't wait till. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably the most excited I am. Like genuine, built up anticipation. You know, it's that match. Um. Yeah. 
but yeah, you mean, you, mean so. you don't find it exciting that they happen to be having an elimination chamber? Happen, that they, yeah, you know, happen. Like it's not, it's not that there are you know six evenly matched competitors all with feuds with each other that we can't quite determine who the best one is. It's okay, just, so you know. I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm as excited for this, this weekend Sunday's uh, elimination chamber as I am for the 2018 elimination chamber which we know is going to happen same weekend or whatever next february <laughs> next february yeah so <clears throat> i'm i'm excited for that one too that's elimination chamber i mean yeah well yeah. <laughs> yeah. like i and the thing is like i know it's going to be a good match there's no doubt in my yeah. mind it's going to be good like that is what it is but it's just like i don't like because like hell in a cell pay-per-view coming up doesn't get me excited like, I don't know. I just, like, I don't like knowing what's coming with that aspect. Like, oh, they're going to be doing this type of match. Like, of course, the Royal Rumble, like, as a staple that you know is coming every year and the way that that builds to other things. But, like, the Elimination Chamber doesn't solve a problem or lead to, you know, I mean, not that it's not leading to uh, probably the WrestleMania main event. Like, it is building towards that. But it's not like, like nothing's coming to a conclusion, and you don't get this high off the guy that wins that match propelling him forward. I don't know. It's just like when the first one that they had, they were just they were a bit more compelling and evenly matched and at the top of their game. And this just kind of sits a bit different with me. And and they they for sure made made you uh, know that there were absolutely four, you know, or I guess. Five, but yeah. sure, four contenders that had a claim or a right, you know, leading up mm-hmm. to to the end of '03. You know, it's probably that fall they started. You know, maybe even. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Goldberg had the had the belt in September. Whatever. I, mean, I got to go through the booking, but th- th- it certainly wasn't. Oh, let's just have this thing. They they made mm-hmm. sure they were stored reason to have this thing and you had all these big stars all these number one legit number one contenders in this match and you know michael's storyline him winning the title i mean it was just yeah you know that was my best example would be like miz can't get over the dean ambrose hump and his punishment for that is getting a shot at the title above dean ambrose's title like, that's the consequence of you not being able to get the IC title back. You get a shot at the WWE title. Yeah, right, right. You know, like, okay, all right. And not that Miz hasn't been doing great stuff, but, you know, as far as uh, the actual context of what's going on, like, that's that's weird. That's strange. Yeah, like t- taking rankings and match w- and, and, you know, wins into consideration, that's, that's odd. Mm-hmm. That's an odd choice of... Uh... Title, you know, contenders. Yeah. But you can also go, well, who else? Like, replace them then. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, they do have a thin, like, as much like, as I like a case for show, they Cruz, do have a like, thin roster. Well, that no. absolutely is. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, uh-uh. But, yes, they do have a thin or roster. Like, really, you can make a case for Randy Orton. Like, you know, why not get my title shot now? Why? Why? Why wait in the wings 
to a later point. Like right, I that's won what they did. The it biggest was, match was on the roster. Yeah. In, yep. Was it in 08 when he won the Rumble? That's what he did. He came back and was uh-huh. like, but I'm not sure if it was in an elimination chamber. It was just, no, it was at Fastlane. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Correct. Somebody it was could, Fastlane. I could be yeah. all wrong. Somebody, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, give that to me. Give that to me earlier. But, um, yeah, but I think, again, like, like all this stuff said, as far as the actual show quality, it's going to be a good show. Like they have, yeah. like the, the women's title match is going to be good. The women's grudge match is going to be good. Um, and then we have like a a Dolph two on one with Cruz and uh. That's, and no, that's, that's the that's the that's the blatant obvious blemish of the it's like, huh? common sense of the card. It's like, mm-hmm. and I get and I get I get the sense in it, and I get the punishment of the heels, the punishing of the heel, mm-hmm. but just. Why does the, why does the face there, be a part of that? To get there, you had to make Kalisto and Apollo continuously, like for three weeks, a month now. They just look like a couple of chumps who can't. Now, granted, they're not trying to. They're not jumping him two on one and getting bested, <clears throat> but they yeah. keep saving each other and then being completely inept. Uh huh. Like just getting beat up. <laughs> Apollo kind of last yeah. week chased Dolph away and whatever, but. He hasn't gotten any physical revenge on the guy, really. Nope. He just keeps getting busted up with a chair. Same for Kalisto. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, just here. You beat you all. Chump can't do it by yourselves. Here, you two beat him up, you know, together. Yeah. And it'll be a baby yeah, face, Mike, you know. Like, it'll be a, it'll be a two-one. It'll be a tag match. Uh, They'll have to tag in and out. Yeah. I'm sure. What's the tag title format? Is it like Tag Team Mayhem, or is it just a... Uh, it's a turmoil like I match. Think that's, yeah, it's a turmoil match. Yeah, so I got to have... I mean, that'll be, like, that'll be good. Like, chaos those, and, like, regardless you know, of, yeah. like, regardless of what you think of, like, if the Ascension is a top-fight tag team, when they get all those right. teams in there together, it tends to go pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be fun to watch. Enough yeah, it's gonna be, decent it's gonna be good. individuals that, that, uh, that it works. Problem is, we just saw a big... Tag they match, literally you know, just had it last night. Yeah. Yeah. This way, well, I, oh, I, they come I in do enjoy. Like they're doing that thing with American Alpha that we've been saying they need to do. Like these guys are they're your blue chipper athletes who want a challenge. Send somebody up to find us, and they're you know they're they're confident to the point of being cocky, but like they're like they're taking these things that they gave Kurt Angle without saying they're things they gave Kurt Angle. And using them to the best of their ability, like you know, like as much as I like Jason Jordan and Chad Gable, those two together are not Kurt Angle, but um, like it works as a different gimmick in the uh, like in the tag team format. Like you want those that challenge all comers team, um, confident in their abilities and and looking good in the ring. Um, you know, I hate that we don't get like they they did the Usos grudge match so early and then kind of let the Usos fall by the wayside. Because they, that really could be like a spectacular tag title match come WrestleMania. You know what I mean? I don't know. But the, the, I mean, you know, I mean, the division was so thin that you yeah. know you kind of needed to do what it. you needed with the with the Usos at that point, and you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, f- absolutely. And I'm sure two, three, and four months ago, I, you know, was absolutely saying the same thing, like. When the Alpha came up in the summer, last summer, like uh, they need to 
somehow stretch this and make this the blockbuster match at WrestleMania. And, like, they just had to go to it relatively right out the gate. And then, yeah, Usos fell off. And then American Mm -hmm. Alpha fell off. They weren't even getting on TV for, like, six straight weeks. It was ridiculous. Mm Mm-hmm. And they weren't doing anything, like, so special with Slater and Rhino that was like, oh, okay, I get it. They're telling this story that, you know, yeah. So this match doesn't go the whole show? I thought that's what the point of starting to... Did you see 205 last night? No, they had that great uh, five-man...
Audio show at gmail dot com. Nice. Um, let us know if you are uh, VIP or non VIP, so we know which part of the show to get to it at. Right now, we have a uh, non VIP email that we'll get to in a bit. But again, East Coast Audio Show at gmail dot com. Hit us up with a question, comment, or just the random salutations. Uh, that, that's cool too. Uh, Twitter is another way to get at us. You can find us on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. There's some activity over there today. Um, for sure. Uh, some poll reactions and and all that. So, again, at East Coast Cast, you can find my personal Twitter at TravLord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, C-E-E Hawk. And... Uh, yeah, the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, uh, or just search East Coast Cast in your uh, search bar. We should pop pop up. And, uh, yeah, I think we had a like this week, so shouts out to, oh, it was Joe, uh, Joe Moore who shared the, uh, <laughs> yeah, shared the, not Hollywood Johnny. Can't get mad at the raw creative if you only watch SmackDown Live. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, like, but I'm sure, like, our headline is absolutely going to be raw, so, you know. That's coming. It's just, it's just amazing what hits when, and, like, the, the, like the homie at the rap battle with the lips, like, that's been around forever. But it wasn't until, like, you know, Yep. Last summer. Somebody, the right person used it in the right scenario, and people got curious. Right. The right Tumblr got reblogged, and that got shared mm-hmm. by the right, you know, person with the the right million followers. <laughs> yep. And it was, it was, yeah, it was a wrap. So I'd be. And then it's just, oh, I can do better, or I can do, you know, let me. Oh, yeah, I can do something with that. So anyway, and then, shout and out to off. Dean. Uh, yeah, for yep, yep, pure. Shouts out, shouts out to uh, Dean Stahl who. Uh, oh, Gallagher won! Wow. Yep. Nice. Oh yeah, so he is the title match. Uh, I think. But he's got the. No, oh, that's title so. match. So he's in. He's in a grudge with. Oh, but wait, they're uh, not uh, on the pay per view, so it's not like it's this coming week. Uh, Gallagher. It'll probably be it. Because theirs is two weeks after. You know, so in two weeks, a little over two yeah. weeks, they're, they're all. Yo, the um, yo, when he jumped over the top rope with the umbrella, that was so cool. So I can't lie. Like, I, I love Gallagher's gimmick. I really do. Oh, for sure. Well, he jumped, you mean, off the top rope? Or unless he did yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, I think he jumped yeah. over the top rope with the, with the umbrella. Okay, see, I missed that one. I saw him jump off, yeah. the, off of it onto the group. He's cooking right now. No need to overdo your... Umbrella gimmick though, so oh he is really finishing fools off with that. Uh, so anyway, uh, again, shout out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he keep getting up I and mean, my motherfuckers in the face with it, I mean, I don't see why not. Anyway, shout out to uh, Dean Stahl who. Uh, who uh, liked the page uh, yesterday or over the weekend or something. So uh, appreciate that, Dean. 
share the page uh, uh, on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it. You know how how that works to spread the word. And um, yeah, so uh, so yeah, headlines, uh, poll reactions, and, and yeah, so I mean, poll was a match we already talked about. Um, and I probably. Like I, you know, people say my polls are, are misleading or designed to send you one direction or make you question yourself. Not really, but after I posted this one an hour later, I was like, I should have changed it a little bit because I get four options. So it was, um, you know, who do you think is going to win the WWE title at uh at Elimination Chamber? And uh, the choices were Cena, AJ in the field. Now, in hindsight, I should have done Cena, AJ, Bray in the field, and I think that would have been a better split. But um, yeah, it's funny that the Cena was winning. Um, and actually, no, no, no. It was 35% Cena, 15% AJ, 50% the field until 20 minutes ago. And then it flipped to like 65% the field. Good Lord! Yeah, no, look at it. That's in that's in 15 minutes. No, I'm looking at the number. This, 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 that, just the actual number of voters jump in the... That's in 15 minutes, Travis. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, word. I'm glad we got some damn participation. But it'd have been nice, you know. Never mind. Yeah, it, it would have it would have affected actual interaction. But no, even the the like the um the tweets that I got directly, uh, the replies I got were were pretty much in favor of Bray. So I think people and we we discussed this. I feel like for about a half hour, forty five minutes last week, just like people are convinced they're getting Bray versus Randy at WrestleMania. And we conceded that, you know, it's unfair to say it won't get to where it should be because there is, you know, almost two months between now and, you know, WrestleMania happening. So there's time to build that up. I'm still like, eh, eh, okay. That's what we're, uh, like, I just don't, like, it'd be different if they were, like, still the tag team champs. Like, I know that's not saying a lot, but, but I'm just, I'm not so convinced with and, and a part of this is acting you know I'm not so convinced that that Randy's so allied to Bray that he wouldn't turn on Bray because like Randy hasn't done a character shift he's just decided he's going to hang out with this guy for now you know like remember how one of the biggest knocks on Lex Luger was he was heel or face and like he flip flopped a lot during uh like, during the Monday Night War, like, he was NWO Wolfpack, and before he was, like, a bad horseman, and he was a narcissist, and he was USA Lex Luger. Like, he was always something different. Like, that's kind of the thing about Randy, except he's not playing, like, a different guy. So, like, when, when Bray comes out for that speech and Randy hits him with an RKO three weeks from now, like, I just don't think it's going to have that reaction that sets up a big WrestleMania main event. Right, and I'm right there with it. Like I think this yeah. this is more happenstance than any kind of like I hope this isn't what you guys planned for like in October when all this stuff like started popping off. Because like, I mean, kind of upset like that. You know, that's dope. That's what we got after five months of dilly dallying. And, you know, a lot of what people were saying was, like, maybe Randy has some added insurance because he took that actual L during the Brock Lesnar match that maybe he had some, some pull or some swing as far as yeah, yeah. But, um, like, even with that said, like, flip over to Raw where all of a sudden we're looking at maybe 
we're looking at maybe Jericho versus Owens title versus title, but we're more than likely looking at Goldberg Lesnar for the title because all of a sudden Goldberg has a title match at Fastlane. So, like, why not have, you know, I understand, like, you got to promote Fastlane, but it's like, why not have a roadblock, I should say, right? So, whatever. There's there's no way, like, Goldberg. Like, you say that, I, like, Goldberg runs through Owens, and then your main event at WrestleMania is bigger. And you still have Jericho uh, Owens, you know, for U.S. title or whatever. Because do you do you make that title versus title and then hold up both titles at WrestleMania? I don't know. Yeah. So the field in the, anyway back to the uh, poll. The field just yeah wiped out. Cena yeah. style really shifted. And I really like the implications of even what people are saying on the poll. I really don't want to see AJ versus Shane. I, ugh. Please don't let, let that be the lie. All the other things people think might happen, let those happen. Yeah, like I don't want to see AJ AJ versus Shane, and I don't want to see Cena versus, uh, Cena versus Orton. And which I don't think we will get, because, you know, look at me getting a preview of WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Right, because that's what they do. Give you give away WrestleMania matches too much before WrestleMania. Uh-huh. So... I think it's pretty safe not that, but that that's not going to happen. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of moving parts, and it's going to be one of those years where yeah, January to April, the title turn, changes hands three times or some stupid shit like that. Could definitely occur. Ugh. And on the Raw but side, but I mean, if um, shit. yeah, not looking forward to. I mean, it. I think the uh, the headline definitely comes from Raw, and that's you know the debut of Samoa Joe. Um, Cool entrance with, uh, you know, Foley and Stephanie out there with the contract. You know, Joe coming out stating, you know, why he belongs um, with the Triple H endorsement. Yeah. Um, having a good match with Roman Reigns. Getting, getting the win. Get down. And then, like, with that said, like, this, this Roman versus Strowman match for the Battle of the Omens, that's, that's going to be something. <laughs> Yeah, man, but the omen culture is going to be fascinating. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's a thing. But, no, Samoa Joe, like, a great debut. And we, we've seen, like, we've seen great debuts and been fooled by them before. Like, we know what happened with Curtis Axel. Um, <laughs> we had a great debut. Yeah, but did he have a, a great later, debut? Were we like, yo. I think he was really high on it. What? Um, but, I mean, he was Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe coming into the situation. So that automatically, you know, that makes that different. But, um, yeah, Samoa Joe with a great debut, um, really good, hard-hitting match with Roman Reigns. And now, not that Raw was necessarily short on heels, but now they have, like, another top guy on the mix. Maybe. Sure, maybe. You're not, you're not sold on your shit? Not, no, not, not. Um, wow. All right, let's talk to some folks. 
see what's on their minds. Let's talk to Darrell. Uh, Darrell, what's happening? What's going on, Trail? What's going on, Cam? What is the deal, man? Not a thing. Not a thing at all. What's on your mind? Listening to you guys. Oh, not too much, man. I had three things for um for you guys today that I wanted to see what y'all thought about. Um. I don't know if y'all listen to Talking Smack or uh, seen it, but um, I ain't seen it yet. the first thing is, okay, well, you should try to see it and just go to the John Cena part. The first thing I want to well, talk usually about I watch it in the break they, between, you know, the live show and the VIP. Yeah, what were you talking about? Um, John Cena, and, and no, when they showed John when um they were showing him Nikki Bella getting beat up just a few minutes before he got there <laughs> and the facial expressions that he was giving like man <laughs> okay and <laughs> it was classic like it was he was looking like he could care less that she just got beat up <laughs> then he said oh she I thought she was a, a big girl but looking at this wow <laughs> i guess <laughs> Wow, that man, right there. Hey, you know, people get beat up every day, B. I got beat up every day. <laughs> that was classic. But then um, the um, the next big thing that he said, uh, Renee was trying to lead him into a, um, in a question like who he should be concerned about because you know he had just got um, Sister Abigail by Bray Wyatt, and you know people already expecting Bray Wyatt to win the Elimination mm-hmm. Chamber. But John Cena just killed everybody except AJ on the roster, even Randy Orton, he said, because he was like, well, to me, to be honest with you, ain't nobody on me and AJ's level, so I'm not worried about none of those other guys or nobody wow. else on the roster. Respect. <laughs> so, you know, just hearing that, what y'all think about John Cena just really just kind not of just caring about I, nobody else on the roster? But I like John Cena having that air of confidence about him, uh, you know, now, like, this deep in the game. Um, like, I like the respect that he paid toward, toward AJ. Like, again, the, the promo that they had prior to uh, going into the Rumble was really strange, I think. So you don't know exactly what was going on at that point. But, you know, like, like clearly he has respect for AJ. He knows what AJ's done for his resume. Like, like AJ's resume is, is going to be what it is the day he retires. But John Cena, you know, on this victory lap that he's taken, gets to say, you know, I had a couple of real strong bouts, a couple of things that could be considered classic with AJ. Um, you know, I'd be really interested to hear what John Cena feels about Randy Orton um, and Brock Lesnar for that matter, like, and Batista, considering they're all guys who kind of came in at the same time. And they all had varying levels of success, but out of the four of them, Randy Orton's the least successful. Um, if you measure up, you know, basically everything they've done, and really even because he on Randy didn't have anything quite like that, even though he was champ a bunch of times. So, I mean, yeah, I, like by, by any measure other than maybe how fast you can run and how high you can jump, John Cena is better than Randy Orton at everything. 
and everybody else is either, you know, still on their way up or aren't going any higher, specifically like with Miz and Corbin. Corbin's still got ways to go. He's getting better. But Miz is, even though he's been better, he's about where he's always going to be. Like there's not a switch you can hit on that guy to make him different. Um, and also, I don't care if Randy Orton's a 12-time champion. It means nothing. Um, the number of title reigns that you have died in 1997, and I don't care who says anything about it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think he's right. Like, nobody else is on their level. Nobody's put on matches consistently, you know, that high. So, so yeah, I think, like, it's criticism, but it's a fair criticism. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, I think well, so, too. Randy a little dull, dull in my eyes, you know. It, a little, kind of, kind of bland. You know, he he the same character as he a lost face. He he rarely mm-hmm. changed. You know, he got the RKO from out of anywhere, but you know that's about it. Well, um, he was gifted. He got an incredible look. And what everybody say, you know, he if you build a wrestler, he will be the wrestler that you build. But that's why I don't understand why they would go with Bray Wyatt and um, Randy. I don't care how much they people think they're heated up. I don't think they're heated up as much because just, okay, let's say it like this. Just a few months ago, everybody was asking for them to finally turn Dolph Hill and let's see what they do with him. Right now, so far, they turned him heel and really ain't done done too much to help him out or lift him into another place. He would probably been better off than the matches. face who well, kept losing. Yesterday. But he was winning but last matches, week was the first match that he won. What? Was it? Yeah, last week was the first match that, that he won against Kalisto. Then he back to losing again. Because the week before that, he lost and snapped. And the week before that, he lost again and snapped. Oh, maybe I guess I ain't. Then this week. Yeah, and the whole thing was to turn him here, the um, brain more, I thought was to bring more interest into him. So maybe you can use him to build up an Apollo Crews or Callisto maybe. But, it's no interest in him, and it's already no interest in somebody like a Apollo Cruz. Not all his fault. You can say you can say that, so you can't too much blame somebody like Apollo or Dolph. And that make me I wonder when people be screaming for these guys to go another like heel or face. But I think it's when the WWE see you as a uh, where you just a permanent face or a permanent heel, they have a hard time booking you in a way if they have to switch up on you just to try to get a different look on you, especially with the botches of the Seth Rollins, Face Turn, now Dolph, the oh, new man. They ain't got nobody to blame how they do. That, so I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, but I ain't giving them no, um, like, no... Redo of saying, saying that they want to blame for it. I'm just saying we we call for these people to be to get a, a, a switch or a change, and when they do it, you know, 
they rarely hold up WWE to they to their end of the bargain to make people invest in these guys when they do finally change mm-hmm. them because either they be too late or they don't do it soon enough or they don't invest in it too much. And you know what, Darrell, to, to, to piggyback off your point, that's the big thing about Randy Orton. Like, what Randy Orton does as a face is not different than what he does as a heel. So, like, people don't don't have, like, a crazy reaction to it. Like, really, in all fairness to Randy Orton, um, like, when you have him, you know, RKO and Stephanie McMahon and RKO and Stacey Keebler way back, there's not a lot he can do these days that'll disgust you or that'll make you root against him. Because, again, like, if you know what? If they had Randy Orton go out there and read his tweets out loud, that might get him some heat. Or it might get him some cheers, depending on where they play. But like, that's more interesting than anything they have him do on camera. And, and that's true. And that goes to another um, thing when people are always hollering that they need to um, turn Roman. But when you look at their past history with other people, yeah, you might say, well, he'll be the greatest heel of all time, but you have no proof in saying that because, yeah, they might have did that with The Rock, but how how much can we say what's that The Rock charisma that he had in itself that that caused that more than what you've seen with the book, especially in the past 10 to 15 years nowadays? Mm-hmm. So well, just the, because you the, feel the like proof, it don't mean that it's true. The proof is things – terrible now and they can't get any worse so let's try something else that's all the i mean that's all the proof that people want or even need it's like well shit it sucks now so they can't get any worse so turn them baby uh you know whatever turn, flip them so then they, so, they saying it was sucking with self but it got worse as a baby so it can get worse it can always get worse well, well, well yeah no no sure but yeah, it it can get worse. Like if you, with the Seth thing, when you just wait too long and go against what everybody wants for months and months and months, and be and and they're actually effective at it, and then oops, we need you. Can you? And it's like no, uh-huh. too late. Five months too late, or three months, whatever. Should have so. went double down as a heel with Seth, and maybe turned Kevin on and Triple H face. And just did it that way, where people calling that, calling for that now. Now people saying, "Well, we need to turn Kevin Owens' face." They should have did that months ago, but they had to see. Well, let's just—it can't get in the worst. Let's do it. Let's just turn self now. It can't get in the worst. Ah, uh, it's worse. <laughs> like that's what—that's my whole point of view on it. And just going out, basing off facts. In the past ten or fifteen years, they haven't really been able to get in it, been able to show you that they could do that for somebody. All the turns and, and with Cesaro could have showed that. Now we got the recent turns and stuff like that. Even though the Dolph turn is still kind of new, but it's still not building any interest in him and making people want to see him. And I thought that was the whole purpose of, of, of to do stuff for people to want to see it. Yeah, they didn't put them against anybody that worked, uh, or they don't have, again, who besides, you know, Kalisto and Apollo Crews, can they feud them with that, you know, who's a babyface that they can effectively, 
or shit, just feud them with them. I don't want to get into effective or not. Just someone that matches up. I mean, you're not, they're not going to have to the there every, every week. And it's nothing that you can do nowadays that can get you real heel heat. People love to say, well, AJ shouldn't be no heel and stuff like that. But nobody can be a real heel. You used to hitting people with chairs and putting people through tables was considered heel. When, I remember when um, the Douglas were putting people through tables, people like Mae Young and all of that. They weren't getting cheered. They were getting booed a lot of the time. But you do that today, let's say, it's Roman Reigns, and they want to make him into a, a hated heel. So he come out every week and start putting people through tables, put four or five people through tables every week. He ain't going to get booed. He's going to get cheered because fans today, that's all, they want to see violence and stuff like that. I think we have more back-to-back yeah. when you had the Coliseum days when, you used to, when they used to send the people out to the um, Lions, and they used to be cheering for it. Yeah, thumb down, get him. Cause yeah, the I, I don't, don't, make you I don't heal anymore. Not sure how much of how much of that I'm, I'm co-signing, but um, yeah, there's there's ways to get people over his heels. I mean, we, I mean, just I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but is this damn? Look at fucking what is her Noel Foley? Are you looking at that cosplay Twitter account? No, I'm looking at Noel Foley in his pink dress on oh, okay. Howdy Foley. <laughs> Foley. I told my brother, Foley. I was like, yes, that's, that's Mankind's uh, daughter. He was like, how? I was like, that's, that's the crux of the TV show. That's, yeah. that's it right there, how? His wife, fine, that's how. What the fuck? Hey, if, you, if I jumped off Hell in a Cell, I'm supposed to have Dominic Jeans, damn it. <laughs> um, the reason why you jumped off is the reason you don't have dominant gene. Yeah, right, you lost him. To one too many of them Japanese death matches, he lost his chromosomes. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I was saying, man. And um. Um, people, um, people talking about um, the NFL, especially the um, Super Bowl, was a better book show than a lot of WWE shows on that comeback from Tom Brady them and how close that was, how just that was just greatly booked for Tom Brady to be the great returning hero in his fifty seventh in his fifty first win um, playoff win to win in Super Bowl fifty one. To win his fifth, um, fifth title, how that was just yeah. so magically scripted. And his I mean, 51st hey, comeback win. You, you can't uh, – well, well, let me ask you first, Darrell. How was how, your area after that? Uh, what were the highs and lows like that day? Oh, man. Me, myself, I was happy because I'm a Tom Brady fan, so it, I was happy. Yeah, get the um, fuck out of here, people, People, people that I was around though, like my homeboy, yeah. he betted five hundred dollars on the Falcons, and when they scored twenty points, have have you ever seen a kid when they got a pee and they in a tight and they be doing that? I got a pee dance and they trying yeah. trying to hold it. So he was standing up when it was twelve, when it was twelve twenty eight, 
he was standing up doing that dance. And then when they went to 20, he sat down immediately. It's like he was drunk and okay. fell back on the sofa, and he was looking oh. real sick, like he could throw <laughs> up everything. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And then when they scored 28, he was halfway out the door. Oh, yeah. You saw which way that was going. Time to go. Yeah, and then, um, you know, a couple of people was out in the streets in Atlanta acting a fool <laughs> because some of them people up there was buying $200, $400 jerseys. I ain't never knew they sell $400 oh. jerseys. But they were buying $400 jerseys and burning them in the streets, and <laughs> some people were looting stores because they were so pissed. But Man. in my eyes, that's what the Falcons do anyway. They did that against the 49ers. They well, man, hey, we're, we're true to all. Just like we said, Randy Orton peaked. Like, you know, Atlanta peaked with the Dirty Bird, man. Like, you can't you can't have faith in every team. You, you're doing a, a, a mental health disservice to yourself. And they, they, they fooled a bunch of people, but the real ones know. And, and, they're, and they're still uh, standing strong. Because, yeah, that was, they said that was the most Atlanta Falcons loss ever. And, yeah, that's what they do. They get you high, and then they uh they let you down. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, that's that's worse. I mean, the way they did it though. I mean, like I saw it the way like we lost in '05 to the Patriots <laughs> was like you know like up because we were like it was set up like all we need is a competent quality drive down the field to score a touchdown. We were down five, so mm-hmm. we needed a touchdown. And you know we, you know we didn't have the quarterback that was capable of doing that in that high pressure situation, and and you know didn't. Well, get maybe it done. he could have if if it wasn't for off field stuff that he was doing the week before and all the way towards the Super Bowl, the overeating, um, got himself out of shape, the sick in the sick in the huddle because he got himself so out of shape <laughs> in in just those two weeks, okay. throwing up in the huddle and stuff like that, so. Some, okay. That was something that you really couldn't see unless you was in the huddle. But with the Falcons, you could tell if you played football and you watch football all the time, you could tell that Tom Brady then was going to come back because the Falcons only ran 20 offensive plays in the first half. Tom Brady then was on the field for about 40 minutes, close to 40 minutes in the first half. So you know the defense was going to be tired. The offense then, then seized the field again for a whole hour and a half. Counting the uh, halftime show, and then you needed Kyle Shanahan to say, you know what, we're up twenty-five. Let's run the ball five times the rest of the game. Like yeah, you you there, there were mistakes made that that are clear and that you saw, and then you know when it all came together, that was that was that. And they did that because they was intimidated. He was intimidated because of the aura of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. thinking that I have to continue to score because if I know that we can't keep that lead. And they fight themselves out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hey, that's something that you can see on the field. <laughs> but, yeah, that's something else. And I didn't know the court. Oh, my God. They really try to set people up in the game now. Damn. Terrible advice. 
And I got to listen to y'all guys' last show, too, man. So that's why I'm glad y'all got me on. So while this plan, I can, um, while I'm listening to y'all throughout the rest of the show, I can listen to the Flash podcast because um, I just um just got done with the Flash a little earlier. So and that ending at the end, yeah. can't wait to see what happened next week. But what about the ending at the beginning, though? Take your girl somewhere nice uh, next week. Don't want, don't try to watch Flash next week. You got a break. The twenty first, man. It's my birthday tomorrow. I don't, I don't really too much do Valentine's oh, Day because my birthday. Are you already do Valentine's? It's not all the time. Not all the time like that because it's so close to my birthday. My birthday tomorrow. That's so right. happy early birthday to you, sir. Thank you. And, thank hey, you, don't thank let you. your don't let your girl just try to give you some action and say that's the gift. Okay. We need oh, more. I don't... In, in twenty seventeen, we expect more. Gucci so, again. Yeah, well, you know, what? I, you just reheated this. Don't let it do it to you. Make sure you get something that comes. No, nah, that's like that's like that's like you trying to hand me a a a plate from yesterday that you just reheated. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You can take this. You can take this reheated pussy, and you can take that back. I want <laughs> the money. You can't. Yes. You can't. You can't offer that to the bill collector, <laughs> the, the man who come to cut off your lights. He ain't taking that. You can, but but don't. Yeah, you can, but he's still gonna cut off the light. He's gonna take it. He'll be like, "Thank you," and um, click. You in the dog, my sister. You know, all over again. No, I need I need something. I I for your birthday, I let you, I took you to a spa, spent over um two hundred dollars. So <laughs> I need something. I don't need no t-shirt and drawers neither. Or socks, <laughs> like most women like to give me a t-shirt, drawers, and socks. Uh-uh. I, I buy enough of those. But I hear you. I could use a young, uh, some Nike compression drawers. That'd be okay. But yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. I can use some of those. Maybe <laughs> even give me some nice little uh, workout shoes to go with it, and we'll be straight. Yeah, See, this is why I don't give, receive or give gifts. This is the reason. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's just not. It's just not even. I'll if I need something, I I, I got it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm also I haven't you know had any kind of real adult relationship with the woman. <laughs> For real. So, I can I can afford to be spiteful and. Now, when you've been dealing with a woman for years, and and they ask more than they ask more than they really give, you have to start demanding those gifts mm-hmm. because it started getting mm-hmm. to be one way after a while, it's and it helps keep that spitefulness coming. Yeah, in. see, that's why my way keeps it always even. <laughs> you don't have to worry about like uh, you know what I mean. I mean, you got but then they're going to hit you with that, this my shit, this my shit, <laughs> and you don't want to have those. And I'll be like, like oh, you right. Let me go over here and play my shit or whatever. Nobody's trying to play your bullshit-ass albums anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I'm just happy to um, be another year older, man. A while, a while ago, especially when I was in school, 
teachers told me that um, in my face and in my mama's face that, oh, your son, he won't live to see the age of 21. Dang. Well, I don't surpass the what? age of 21. Where, where was yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. You really got pulled out of that school. I was in, that, I was in, I was in the eighth grade. I was in the eighth grade, and um, I had to go to tribunal. Because the teacher said that I tried to fight it, which I didn't, and we had to take that to trial for a few months because they expelled me. And when everything came to to um, to the light, when they paid another student to say that I did this, and that all came found it out, they had to put me back in school and put me to the next grade because they kicked me out for that whole year. So when we did that trial, the teacher. Yeah, and the teacher and the principal sat there and told my mama uh, where they was talking to the um, sub, uh, what you call it, um, who uh, who over the board of education. And they were talking to them first people and were like, yeah, superintendent, yeah, telling him, well, we think this this kid he's so bad and he's so out of control and he be trying to run our school. And we don't even think that he's worth saving, and he's not even going to live to see over the age of 21 on the trail that he's going down. Mm. So when I heard that, I always took that to heart. I always took that to heart to uh, make sure that I always, no matter what, I don't first, I don't listen to what nobody tell me unless I find out on my own. And then if you were right, I tell you you was right. But I'm always trying to prove somebody wrong because I was told that I wasn't going to live to see the age of 21. So that's real. So once you turn 22, you should just start wilding out. Like, told y'all, <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I, I did have those years after I turned 21. I did do all of that when you off in school and college and <laughs> got some crazy stories. I got enough stories from the year from 21 to 22. I could write a whole two two books. <laughs> might, might, be, still, might, might be the will Jericho. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what it is. That's why nowadays I, I calm down and all I do, go to the gym, work, listen to podcasts while I'm at work, wrestling, stuff like this. And I'm just happy to be here, you know. I was told hey, man, that I was, you know. We are happy that you are here, sir. Again, happy early birthday to you. Yeah, sure. man. Well, y'all have a great show, man. I don't want to keep on, you know, people going to say the real, trying to hijack the show. <laughs> no, too late. <laughs> going to be crucifying me. Yeah, it's too late. Oh, well, whatever. I like to play the deal anyway, so. <laughs> but, um, all, right. all right, man. Y'all have a good one. All right, take care, man. All right, so, uh, um, got some action on Twitter. No matter what Roman does, he's going to get booed from Willis. Of course. Picked up on the switchboard a little bit. Let's, um, oh, 
Oh shit, there go Josh. Let's talk to him. Josh, what's happening? What up? Not much. What's up? Not much, man. Uh man, SmackDown was pretty good last night. The opening mm-hmm. match was was uh, pretty awesome. It was funny seeing Miss try to throw those Daniel Bryan kicks. <laughs> yeah, no, usually uh, he's, he's pretty good at that, but he tried to do two guys and had to kick with his left foot and then back and forth and back. You know, he's like, man, mm-hmm. that's not his thing. But he can do one at a time. Yes, yes, yes. But trying to do that cadence with both left and right feet, you know, on two guys, it was like, that. no, that's, yeah, stick to what you you know, are good at Yeah, he should have practiced that a little bit more. But yeah, that was good. I like I like the ending with Cena and Orton. It was an overall good show. Then I watched Saturday night's main event from summer ninety one. Pretty good show. They had all three titles on the line. It was pretty amazing seeing how Rick how Rick Rude how Rick Rude carried Ultimate Warrior in that title match. <laughs> Was it re- was was it? Uh, did you look like how Wade always talks about how Rude just basically, uh, or um, uh, Ultimate Warrior just stayed in the middle of the ring and Rude just bounced all around? Like was that? Yeah, really the I mean case? that's how that's how what I mean. I remember I I remember their match. They had the cage match at SummerSlam coming up. That was for the world title. But the year before, uh, Warrior lost the IC belt. To rude, and like every match, it's like Wade said, it's true. He did a lot of the balancing stuff. Same with Ted DiBiase when he fought Warrior. They just had to get guys in there that could make a respectable match. Is why he was world champ. But you know, it just it was it was amazing. And you know, Bobby Heenan had to do a lot of stuff too, and and everything. It ended up being a count out because they were trying to keep um, Rude, you know, strong going in the SummerSlam that. That summer, so, but well, Josh, it's a, uh, yeah. So stepping away from the network for like months, and then coming back, how, tell me like just about that in general, like because you didn't. How long did you not have it? Was it about a year? Oh, and, um, the um, right around SummerSlam. Okay, so only what like yeah. about uh, four months. Okay. About do you four find or five months. more value in it, like stepping away and, and then coming back to these things? Or are you still kind of watching what you'd already watched so it's not much of a difference? Oh, um, the only thing, like like I said, though, I watched the the documentaries, got okay. caught up on those. But, you know, the matches and stuff are just everything. There's this. Yeah. I, I mean, the I one thing I, I, I wish I had more time to – which I don't the continue the watching all the pay per views like I started out doing, but just rent you know you just run out of time and baseball the su- the summer. Yeah. I got to ninety eight WCW and just oh, but so I watched a lot of I watched a lot of those pay per views live back then so okay or or saw them on tape because of a buddy or something. But yeah, the Eric Bischoff one I thought was phenomenal. You know, it's always amazing how they make one when he's in the company, and then they make one when he leaves, and then see when they come back they do it now that you know he doesn't really have any skin in the game. And I thought, I thought when Eric said, um, 
I'm glad WWE won the war because if we would have won, none of this stuff would have been here today. There would be no yeah, network. There would, yeah. you know, there wouldn't be any of this, you know. And it was, right. you know, pr- the pretty nice story about. Uh, my bad. Distinct story about going to that event and going up the escalators and hearing Mean Gene and they had a ring set up. And then they got to the WCW booth, and it was, like, literally, like, a booth with, like, a 13-inch TV and, like, a VCR for them to play, like, WCW tapes on, like, the TV. And it was just, mm-hmm. oh, somebody had handwritten Stinger on, like, a, a pay, piece of paper for for the podium. And he said it was the worst, and he left, like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, look at that. Like, that's a, that's, this is embarrassing. Like, I can't, yeah. So just think of that. Twenty years later, thirty years later, on a on a on a bigger, uh, yeah, no, that same attitude. I mean, they could have always gotten bought out and and or had somebody have a vision or whatever. But the path they were going on and continued on till the end was not conducive with yeah making money and capitalizing on you know. Uh-huh. Stuff. Yeah, it didn't help. You know, it's it hot. Like it's months so, later, they finally got a T-shirt for it. Like, what? How does that happen? Like, people have been chanting this uh, and bringing signs for for months. Yeah, finally. Yeah, go ahead. It's pretty amazing that they could still do new ones, and there's like new stuff I didn't even know about before. You know, or clips that they show. It's just amazing. You know, because you think all the Eric Bischoff stuff's been out. You know, I read the Death of WCW, and I read Eric Bischoff's book, and just the different stuff and then the different people they interviewed and I uh watched the the click D V D one too and it's always that that one's amazing when they always show the curtain call and the fan that they interviewed the fan that videotaped it. Yeah, him just screaming. Too. Yeah, him just screaming, you know, why they're showing the tape. It's just amazing at time, you know, cause just to go back. I mean that like you, we said before, times like that just aren't happening again. You know, it has to be really, really guarded stuff. So, but no, it's um, it was um pretty good. You know, catching up on that, but then watching certain matches, I I like watching and rewatching and certain stuff. You know, when I when I have the time, it's like I said, it's still it's still tough um, trying to juggle stuff. But I throw it on for about twenty thirty minutes and throw it off and get caught up on different things. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Um, I'm pretty interested in the Elimination Chamber match. I, they're all, they're always fun seeing. Never, I'll never let uh, – I'll delete this uh, and sue if they don't delete it. But as somebody who's a big fan of the guy who's currently the champion, do you feel at all cheapened? If he loses that elimination chamber and doesn't get, he's rooting for the guy match. to lose that elimination chamber so he can win it back at WrestleMania. No, that, that, but that was the second. Josh has no integrity and stuff when it comes to he, that. He, he just wants to see his, his guy win a bunch it's, of dumbass meaningless titles. Well, no, yeah, but my, when my Triple H did it, it was like an abomination, and how dare he? Yeah. But because it's his yeah. hand-picked fave, I I know. Wait, wait, wait! I've never it. said. <laughs> Lose it on SmackDown and then go to WrestleMania. Let me get the whole thing out there, though. So, if he he does lose and he doesn't get a title match, like a title rematch at WrestleMania, 
Like, if his rematch isn't until, like, Summer Slam or something like that, like, do you feel cheapened with what they did at the Royal Rumble at all? No, because he'll get a rematch before Mania if he's not if he's not going to um, if he's, he's not, not getting a match Mania. Mania. They'll yeah. give him a match on SmackDown. They'll say world title match. Here's your rematch, and and Orton and Orton will DQ him just like when he won Money in the Bank. He won Money in the Bank yeah. and got and won the match by disqualification, and he lost the money. He did, you know that was the yeah, most yeah. cheated thing I ever thought in the history. You know, I mean, if, I I don't think you should ever ha- – that's the weakest thing I've ever seen anything with John Cena-wise, basically. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the next closest, I guess, is, you know, Cena beating six guys in Elimination Chamber, and then Edge comes and cashes in on him. I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's not going to be the shortest – it's not going to be the shortest John Cena title run. So, I mean, it's been longer than that, so. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean – It's been longer than uh, an hour? Yeah. Or 20 minutes? Yeah, he's – that yeah, was like five minutes. I mean, Ed yeah, just came like, in and cashed in. I remember I was in my buddies like, because uh, we were young. Was that like '04? I think uh, something like that. I remember me, my buddy Peanut, my buddy Adam sitting in Adam's parents' room, like on the floor watching it. And then yeah, Edge coming out all hyped to get Vince the the case and then winning. So yeah, that was that was fun times. That was good stuff. Yeah, I I think. Um... With the money in the bank, it should be win or lose, it should, you know, and if someone comes in. But, yeah, uh, that's not here nor there. But, yeah, I mean, Cena will get his rematch. If it's not at Mania, it'll be before, and they'll get out of it somehow. And no, I, gotta, I mean, for me, he's only, 900, he, he's only 921 days away from moving in the second all time. He's not catching yeah, Bruno. I, I mean, I've already given up on that, but he could he, he could – well, that's that's what everybody said about sixteen. Now they want to come up with magical numbers, but it's all it's all good. Everybody, it was like three guys you talked to. So don't make it bigger than than it is. Uh, no, because it was at first it was like never going to happen, and then people like you came along and said, "Oh yeah, you know, I could I could see it, you know." Yeah. I'm not saying you. I'm not people saying you stayed you. with it. I mean, no, Cam hey, Cam not- did at first. And then when Cam, when he was doing the U.S. title challenge, you know, Cam was like, I could see it. Uh, first of all, you know, um, you're, you're probably lying is what I'm going to say. On top of that, um, <laughs> when John's going to lose this title, I'm going straight Tonya Harding on him, coming for them legs. This is it. This is the last reign. We ain't got no more, and we're going to find that boy. Just because I don't want to hear you tell me about it. So that's it. No more memes. Oh, it's all, it's all good because – you know the way I history in WWE is definitely on my side. <laughs> if you look at Rock and Triple H and all these guys who won titles well into their forties, I mean this came way faster than I thought for a second. When John Cena was winning the U.S. when John Cena was winning the U.S. title, when John Cena was winning the U.S. title, I thought it was going to be a little bit longer. I thought it was going to be John Cena got sixteen at forty in shorts. In George, he's gonna come out and win his last title. Ugh. Yep. Well, he's gonna win it in the Royal Rumble like Triple H. No way do or something, and they need John Cena to come back like The Rock did. And I mean, The Rock won the title, kept it for two months. Triple H won the title, kept it for two Defended months. It. We'll have John Zero Cena time. win it. 
Yeah, they'll you know, Rock defended it once, you know, it happens. They'll win it at the Rumble, drop it at Mania. Yeah, against CM Punk in this rematch. At Elimination Chamber. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean... Because then, then that next night or the week later, CM Punk and um, Cena had, I thought, the match of the year that year. It was a 32-minute Raw main event to be who saw who was going to be the number one contender against Rocket Mania. So, I mean... Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's fine. Like I said, I, when he was U.S. champ and doing all that, I thought for a second. And then they got then they went to one title I'm like, man, it might be a while before Cena, you know, gets 15 and then he got, you know, then 16. But now it's like, this is speeding up. It's kind of like if Tiger Woods come back right now, and just won a couple majors. They're like, Oh man, he can really catch Jack. I mean, you know, the chances of him catching Jack are probably very unlikely, but you know, all it takes is a couple. Next thing you know, it's yeah, get on a roll. Get on a roll, you know. P- people get injured, they break, they went to one belt, now they got two. And yeah, that's like I said, why. I was glad he won. That's that. not even the dig at wrestling because it's just the way it is. But that's just why Jack's records and all that just mean so much more because they're real and you can't play games with it. Or be oh, forced agree, into yeah. it, like Ric Flair. Like I'm not winning, keeping, retaining this title. I'm not dying. Tonight, you know, when he was in the Dominican and, and Dominican Republic, and uh, <laughs> basically like yeah, himself and draped or just like you know, or whatever ever happened. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. like it's just like the the two examples I always bring up are, you know, um, you know, like me and Rich keep on bringing up the mat, the Super Show when Ric Flair lost the title, but WCW said he didn't lose the title. But they, you know, NWA and them broke off their agreement. WCW and NWA broke off their agreement, and NWA lost their world title classification. You know, so I mean, that's where it goes back to, you know, and I understand, but the facts are the facts. Hey, hey, hey no, hey, facts ain't even facts no more. Okay, Ric Flair got thirty-four titles. Yeah. <laughs> You got a whole bunch in WWE 2K16 in my uh, universe mode. John uh, alternative facts or facts? Yeah, uh, I, I will. Right. So, we'll I will. I will give you this, Cam. I will give you this. Uh-oh. Ric Flair really is the man, because John Cena. There's no way that John Cena could go in an overseas tour and tell Randy Orton, "Hey, how about I drop the title to you tonight, and then I win it back the next night." So. When we go back to the United States, that no one knows. That ain't gonna happen. I mean, Ric Flair and Harley Race dropping the title back and forth, so people <laughs> thinking they're seeing this big show, and then NWA freaking out when they find about found out about it a week later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was a good. That was a good story in Ric Flair's book. Uh, that cracked me up. And then, like you said, you know, I'm not dropping the title. You know. Uh, you know, wrestling's wrestling. Rick, Roddy Piper playing the, you know, Mexican anthem on his bagpipes. Uh, you know, you probably won't find that on the network in full, but 
No, I think um, that would be good. Um, I'm thinking, for some reason, I'm thinking it's coming down the Bray and Miz. I don't know why. Bray and Miz are going to be at the at the end for some reason. Let me ask you: Do we get another? Um, we get another Cena Cena AJ match at uh, at Mania, like AJ eliminates Cena like super quick or pulls like some crazy stunt to get him out the chamber first, and then Cena holds that grudge. Or what, what are you thinking? Like, because John Cena's still I'm thinking have that a match. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Orton costs Cena the match. Okay. And then then Orton costs Cena his rematch on SmackDown, and that parlays it into a triple threat and then Cena wins hmm. the 17th title in Orlando <laughs> in WCW's <laughs> backyard. No, I mean, I think that's what's going to happen ever since Kevin said it. I mean... <laughs> that is, that's, I, I, I'm not the one, I'm not the one who came up with this. And you know, the no, I don't know. I, I knock it like he doesn't have a WrestleMania opponent lined up, it looks like, so that could very well be the case. I mean, if I I'm, would throw my iPad out the window. I mean, are, I don't know. I haven't looked or anything. Are they having a money? You said, I think you were saying, Travis, they're having a money in the bank pay-per-view. And it's only going to be on one of the brands, right? I think SmackDown has it. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, so. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I would probably, if I was WWE, the one thing I would do is probably not have a money in the bank pay-per-view and have a money in the bank at that WrestleMania and have, and have both brands fighting and the winner gets that you know you only have the one money in the bank and you know and you can also could be that you can cash it in on any show you want so it could be the element of surprise that hey you know uh kofi kingston finally got the money in the bank (laughs) yeah right and you know he could cash it in on smackdown you know one night because it's live so it's not like it's you have to worry about it being taped oh that would be you know i mean don't don't do this right now, Josh. That would be actually really cool. Gosh, no, I mean it's like that's what I'm, so. I mean that, or you know, but you know, you never know. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I don't. It's always fun to me seeing Miz and and uh, Daniel fighting. I thought the line yeah. of the night was, "You can't even wrestle. Why are you in this ring?" And then Daniel said, "Well, that's never stopped you from being in the ring ever, Miz." <laughs> Wow, yeah, that was got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> so I mean, I thought that I thought I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty good show, and I I I, I, I don't really get to see Raw because of work and SmackDown. I get to see a little bit when I get home from work, but yeah, it's um it's a definitely an easier show to watch, you know. I was uh re that was another thing. Before I get off here, I'll let someone else get on. But I went to rewatch the the rock concert in Cleveland, the show I went to live just to rewatch so a couple good. parts. And they cut out all rock's parts. <laughs> so but I, I forgot that show was only a two hour show. So hmm. I'm like, man and it was, you know, it's it's at the WWE record for the audience stuff, but it jumped. It went the rocks about to start singing, and then it went to the end where it's like, hey, 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 and I'm like, wow, they just. I I blinked for a second. I thought I actually, cause I was, you know, multitasking. I literally thought I was, um, 
I missed it, and I pushed rewind, and I'm like, oh, they just really cut it out. And it makes sense because when I had the network before, they didn't even have the episode available to watch. And I was like, why are they mm. showing this episode? So I'm, I imagine they put the episode on. They had to cut the rock, the rock singing out. Let me but, ask why yeah. would they have well, before you uh... – I think it's oh, copyright. Ahead. I don't know. Oh, because he was singing real songs, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, Josh, before you get out of here, man, can I – Or at least real melodies. You to watch, singing, changing uh, the lyrics, but yeah. – Can I convince you to watch uh, Legion with us as a family tonight? To show you names your son after, even though nobody knows that even you. <laughs> um, what is tonight? I probably uh, I probably won't. Oh, go ahead. I probably I probably won't. As, um, the Goldbergs are on, and then Lethal Weapon is on. Which oh yeah, so yeah, you're not missing that. Phenomenal. No, yeah. and then having family, you know. Those, I mean, if if I even get a if if I don't fall asleep first, but I mean, yeah. I, I I gotta keep up on you know the Modern Family and Blackish. I don't have room for twenty three episodes on my DVR. There you go. <laughs> at least, hey, at least Travis Hulu has all the episodes of Blackish, so you can always go back and watch the Modern Family. You just that's gone forever unless you, what you mean download it. Forever. I guess. The internet, well, no, I'm saying Hulu has every episode of Blackish from all their seasons, and those are I'm just saying this for, for convenience. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know the I don't know the the download life. I only have a Chromebook, so <laughs> I don't know if it can fit, if it can doing? download it to. I don't know if it can download onto your cloud illegally downloading stuff into <laughs> Google Cloud. <laughs> Because I don't have it. Right. Hey Josh, hey Josh, hey Josh, hey Josh, you're giving away the game, bro. Just, just, just. Hey, I, hey there's no you, giving away. We all know. I mean, we all have bear share. Bear share. <laughs> My Kazaa is overloaded right and now. And Kazaa, I mean, Kazaa was the worst. You would get a, you would get the new song, new rap song, and next thing he's like, bear it's hot bear. in here, hot. <laughs> and your ears will blow oh, out because you know they did the 30 seconds of, oh man, I got this new song. <laughs> <laughs> Man, man, Kazaa, oh, it's just Kazaaite, and you want to pay for this? I'm like, why would I pay for this? <laughs> Getting movies, Get the best, the best one, the best last legal download thing that I can story I have is when me and Travis and Dre and Danny were trying to watch the election. I think that's what it was called with Will Ferrell and Zach Gaffinakis. And we're watching it, and 15 okay. minutes into it, next thing you know, it just goes blank. It's like, you're not able to watch this anymore or something because the PlayStation or something on it, and I was so pissed. So, But we got to watch them all rats, and Travis never saw that, so, so that was a win. <laughs> but I'll let you guys go. I know there's probably more callers and everything, and I'll catch you all later. All right, man. Bye. Talk to you later. You know what? Let's do this uh, here VIP email or non VIP email here from uh, Dutch Mart. Uh, he chimes in uh, Hey guys, hope you guys are doing well over there while the spawn of Satan tries to drive your country into the ground. Yeah, um, 
don't disrespect Satan like that. Like he didn't do nothing but try to give even them knowledge of self. So he's all about the truth. Mm. So don't. Uh, but yeah, uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on the cruiserweights this week. Do you think? Do you think you'd be? Uh, oh, who do you think would be able to stand out slash hang with the regular competitors and would? I uh, want there to be more interaction between 205 competitors and a general roster. Uh, would mixed tags work with one cruiserweight and one regular competitor, for example? They bring up Cesaro's relationship with Tazawa, for for example. Would you want to see that used to further storylines? I feel that overall the cruiserweights are on some sort of holding pattern uh, where no one really uh, cares, uh, which makes me sad. Thanks, as always, guys. Oh, I mean, maybe Cedric Alexander, you know, anyone that's, like, bigger. Uh-huh. But then it's like they're they're bigger than the other cruiserweights, but they're still smaller than – so maybe not. Uh, yeah. I'd say no, just because, you know, I don't trust them to not, like, venture into jobber land, like jobbers, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm not negative on what happened with uh, with Neville because I think, like, before Neville got hurt, Neville was in a pretty good place, like, on the main roster. And then the, the way they're using him with the Cruiserweights, I think, is pretty cool. Like, yeah, I think I think Alexander is probably the guy. Like, again, I said if, if Rich Swan had Alexander's physique, I think he'd be up there, like, as an act. Um, like, I, I, I do wonder with Cruiserweights. Like if Rich Swan had Cedric Alexander's physique, oh, yeah. he's like, still a like he'd be way up there. Yeah, but I mean, John Cena's a cornball, and has been one for fifteen years. You know, but he's great. So you know, there's there's presidents for cornballing. Um, but yeah, I think um, like they might need a guy with a mask. Like that may really be the thing. Like a like a grand uh, Mizalik. Corny, though, like El Dorado and Grandma Talik, they're fucking whack as fuck. Well, El Dorado is whack. Whack as fuck. I mean, they get fine in the ring, but whatever. Get the fuck out of here. But I think, like, if, um, what's my man that they couldn't find? Uh, Japanese guy. Say who? Say it again. Japanese guy they couldn't find that had that great semifinals match. Oh, uh, um. Like, Rich is yeah. yelling at his phone right now. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Pretty boy. Yeah. Uh, guy that does uh, Last uh, Ride. Uh, starts with a K. Sit up. But anyway, like, I think he has a great look and physique and has that power to where he could break through. Cody Ibushi. I knew it was a K, yeah, Kota Ibushi, exactly. Like, I think he'd have a, have, have a shot at, at doing something like that. Look what he got right now. Like, I, you know, like, again, like, TJP was not the guy, and they went with him because he was like, safe at that time. They knew what he was made of, you know. Um, Kendrick has been around forever, and I think one of the things about being a cruiserweight is you have to be young to appeal to a wide audience. I mean, Aries, you know, has that credibility, but I don't know. Yeah, Aries is going to be the guy. It's almost as if they're dulling the stuff down. So when Aries shows up, it's like this breath of fresh air and personality. 
people was complaining about Samoa Joe didn't beat Roman Reigns without any interference. I'm looking at it like this. Roman had that match won. That was his stupidness looking up at the ring when Braun Strowman was coming down the aisle. He had a chance to go ahead and, and spear Samoa Joe and win the match and roll out, but that was Roman looking like a dummy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad at. Uh, like, who's mad? Like, he's a heel. Like, what? Right. That's not. That's the point. That's that's the same thing I said. That was the point. And I've been hearing that they supposed to be putting the belt. I mean, it's it gonna be Roman versus the Undertaker at Mania. That's one of the things that's been going on. That would be the worst thing to do because if they don't turn Roman face, I mean, he'll during that match or before that match or after that match, it was just a waste of time even having that match because it ain't no torch to pass if Roman wins that match because, damn, Brock Lesnar stole that torch when he beat Undertaker at that WrestleMania. So it's nothing... That his streak is tainted, so Undertaker is just like wrestling another legend, another person, because he doesn't really have anything um, really mystical going for him or anything special going for him, because once Brock beat him, it's just like, what's the point? And I ain't see the point um, that year WrestleMania when him and Bray fought. I ain't see the point why. Undertaker had to beat Bray. He should have lost to Bray, too. Well, let me ask you, like, as far as him beating beating Brock, like, the argument was made, like, Brock had a strong, like, 18 months after that win. He was running through everybody. He was the champion. Like, I, I don't agree with the guy that they chose, but I, I, I do think they made him strong going out of that. Right. Was recently bought, but... No, no, like Bray should be further along right now because, like, Bray was good in the ring and Bray's weird promos were good. So, like, this seems late in the game, but, you know, do they put the title on him? Like, I thought it was interesting you talking about letting him beat Randy at, at WrestleMania. I, that's what I find interesting. And then going forward with him as, like, the centerpiece, that would be that would be something. They, people complain about that they not trying to put any up over the new, new stars over. That would be one of the ones that um would be the one if they do anything with. Bray is one of the few ones that have an upside because he can cut promos and he can wrestle. It was just the fact that he ended up getting hurt, messed up one of his runs. And um, it seems like they're going to put the belt on Enzo at Castlemania. That's the way it's looking for the tag team title. I mean, that's, that's something they should do, too. I think, yeah, I'm mad about that. Yeah. And I know some people complaining about they don't want to see Brock Goldberg at WrestleMania fight for the title, but people got to think. It's just not 
us American fans that's going to be at WrestleMania, you got people coming out from the States, and Goldberg and Brock do have big followings outside of the U.S. as well. So you got to cater to more than just the American audience. At least, hopefully, they can come over with all this stupid that's going on with, you know, who. Yeah, oh, gosh, I didn't think about that. Like, people not being You're able saying, to actually come. But no, those are from, they're from white countries, so they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And I, I'm sad to say this, but they trying to... Um, Naomi and um, Alexa Bliss, Naomi going to be um, fighting for the title. Says, I ain't really a fan of hers. If she lose or win, it don't matter to me. I re- I still rather have Alexa Bliss as a champ. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Because I just, I just never, I don't know. I think, I don't know if it's just me. I think with Naomi, it was just, they took too long to really do anything with her, and it just kind of made me go mad because all I see is just the entrance. Even though she's getting better in, in the ring, she, I don't know, it's just, mm, I, I don't I don't connect with her. I connect with Alexa Biss a little bit more. Yeah, I, I think uh, she's, Naomi in the ring isn't like, where she probably should be, you know, after like four years and five years in. Like when she had her run, got her face broken and probably changed the trajectory of her career. A little bit. Um, like it's fine. It was okay for her back then in 2013 or whatever. Kind of be the green, you know, ener- but super energetic, super athletic uh, woman. Now, not only has the division and competition gotten considerably better, you haven't. She's better, not considerably. And when you were pretty, like, super green to begin with, you need to be Trish Stratus better four years in, you know, from 2000 to 2004 kind of difference. Right. And, and at least you maybe... Know- it's, Seventy-five percent of that, you know, everybody. That's tough to be like, oh, every, you know, well, just be your status. That's that's easy. Well, if you could be half of that, maybe not even seventy-five percent. You just be, you know, I think she'd be a lot in a better position, and you would probably connect better with her. She wrestled wrestled better, wrestled in a more convincing, you know, way. Like she does, she looks. She's she's a performer. She's not a wrestler. Right. But you know who I never thought when they first brought him up, everybody's like, this is going to be a mistake. He too green and this and that. I don't know if he talked to somebody or woke up and something just clicked with him. But goddamn, Braun Strowman is just, just a pleasant surprise as, the character that he is. He just seems like he knows exactly what he wants to be, how he wants to portray it. It's it's just good to see something. He's what he's done did more in his 
six months being up on the roster is knowing how his character can be more than the three to four years that they've been trying to push Roman Reigns as this top guy. Yeah, no, he's yeah. um, I, I'm not excited about anybody having the power slam as like a finisher. Oh no, I believe him to be a menace. I think his opponents treat him like he's a menace. Yeah, he's, he's doing everything right right now. Um, sometimes he yells a bit more than I think he should, but you forget like big monsters probably yell. Like not everybody's Jay Z talk tough gangster, but can say it in a monotone voice. So, uh, so yeah, like he's. He has been a pleasant surprise. I agree with you. Um, you know, you look at a guy like, uh, and I saw him on the network a while ago. Uh, who's the Who's the big Australian guy? The big New Zealand guy? The big muscle guy who was in Nexus? You talking about um, Mason Ryan? Mason Ryan. Mason Ryan, who didn't work, even though he was big, like Braun Strowman. You said is menacing and gives off that vibe. And yeah, I, I think different kind of big. Know, to the, but... to the, but again, like he's he's probably gonna face your boy at WrestleMania, Willis, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Your boy being Roman Reigns, your favorite wrestler ever. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Also surprised me about Ron Strowman is he the only damn person on the roster that got enough sense to go back and take the stuff he done said months in advance to use it to his advantage to get a title shot or to get the match that he need to do. He's smarter than half most of the damn faces on damn Raw or SmackDown. You see why he the only one that had enough sense to go back and Look at the taste to see what then happened, so he he could get his way in his matches. Like well, you know, what he did with Kevin. The conversation he had, and, that, and it wasn't that long ago. Wait, was it? No, but it was. You know, a little while ago. But anyway, I, 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 I get your point though. Yeah, so that was good to see. Um. Don't forget that Legion come on tonight at 10 o'clock on FX, the X-Men show. Yeah. I'm probably not going to watch that. The, the reviews have been kind of all over the place, but I'm excited to watch it. Like, that comes on the same time as Sunny, so Sunny's getting pushed back to tomorrow, I guess. But, yeah, um, Legion tonight. Hopefully, hopefully it's all right. Like, I don't really have a bunch of shows I'm watching live right now. Like, I'm watching Flash and... Everything else is kind of sitting back on the DVR, but uh, yeah, got got a got a new one, so let's see how far it goes. Right, and, yeah, and you know, uh, one way or the other, I just I'm not. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. Just like I'm not a you know X Man guy. Right, it's just not something you know. Like I get it, They're, but I mean, and the thing about it is, this isn't going to fit into any of that continuity. You can watch this as its own thing. So okay. What continuity? Yeah. It seems like the X Men never had no damn continuity. Amen. Thank you. Even in the comic books. Like X X One, and if you take these movies chronologically, like 
X Men Origins Wolverine and X Men One do not work. <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah, they they don't work. And so yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, this is gonna be its own thing with characters from X Men. There you go. Hmm. Just like the Logan movie, they said it ain't got nothing to do with the rest of the movies that then came out before. <laughs> yep. Okay, uh-uh. so I've been wanting to ask, and since I got both of y'all on, is so the the girl, the little girl in the movie, who's like being an asshole in the convenience store, and he has to rap, uh, uh, you know, wrangle. Um, is yeah. she who's supposed? Is she X twenty three? Like yeah, I've heard it both the, ways. Okay. I've heard she is and she isn't. Uh, oh, they yeah. confirmed it already. They said she is X-23? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So the comic book X-23, that's who that little girl is? Yeah. All right. There's a chance I might, might, might. Since, you know, they're 16 issues in, so first six are for sure uh, on a limit. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm just I'm just shocked the movie is going to be rated R. Somebody's getting cut today. Yep. So that's a good thing. But uh, other than that, I haven't been watching TNA. The only time I watch TNA is just to see... I watch the Hardys, and once they go off, that's the end of me watching the show. And I'm glad that the damn Rock and Roll Express is finally being on the Hall of Fame. But other yeah. than that, that's it for me. Rock and Roll, yeah, Rock and Roll Express got the got the nod. Now, who wonder who they gonna have to introduce them? Because it wouldn't. It, it would be perfect if it was Jim Cornette, but his mouth then got him in so much trouble with Vince Man, I don't think that would happen. Uh-huh. Whoever needs would... to sell them cocaine, that's who's going in. Or that's who's going to announce hmm. it. It's probably going to be Austin because Austin. Hardy in them to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the Hardy should. Yeah, the Hardy should be the ones to do it. Yeah, ball them hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to end up being somebody like either Jim Ross or Austin or um, um, Bill Watts or somebody like that. Uh, or maybe they might get Tony Savani or um, if one of the Crockett's still alive. I don't know. Or probably Jim Ross, one of them, somebody they can get easy. Yeah, Maybe. Are the other ones in? The Rock and Roll, are the Midnight Express in? Nope. They're not in the Hall of Fame? Nope. Oh, well. I was going to say have them in and, you know, do them. They, they, probably say, they probably say they're Midnight for next year when they go to New Orleans. So that's where they had got their start in Mid-South. So they probably say them for next year. Okay. All right, fellas. Nice talking to you as always. Cool, man. All right. Talk to you later. Later. Damn, Mike, you couldn't hang on for a little bit longer? I lost Mike.
head out um head out to the Midwest and uh talk to this road man and talk to him in a little bit. Brian, what's happening? What up? I'm alive and well, gentlemen. I'm alive and well. Good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, I'm trying to avoid some of the wrestling catastrophes I've witnessed as of late, especially when I watched this last week and I come to find out that they're having another pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Like, wow. another one. In in another. March. So it's like, yeah, in, I mean, the, just, just watching weeks. them deliver it where they're like, and join us for Fastlane in four weeks. It's like, uh, uh, I almost forgot that the one was going to happen on Sunday. Like, in my mind, it could have very well, had I not seen the advertisement for Elimination Chamber, I'd have been like, oh, hum, and been like, oh, my God, there's a pay-per-view. That happened the last time the brand extension happened because there's too much going on and there's no payoffs and you lose track of, of really anything, especially when the Royal Rumble is supposed to set up WrestleMania season, but now it's just kind of like, it sort of starts it off with like a little, it's like a, you know, those snake fireworks where, you know, your friends have the blow up firecrackers, the mortar shell ones, and you get a snake and all it does is an ashy trail of crap. That's what the Royal Rumble yeah. is becoming. It's an ashy yeah. turd. A slow burning turd. You want explosions. You want shit. Slow burning. You want to see some yeah. rises and you get, you get turd. I'm a slow lingering turd. It was top heavy. Like it, I was like, the Royal Rumble team's bloated. Is what I said before it happened, and people were getting on me. They're like, "What? You want like a bunch of what's the jobbers?" Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I was like, like "What you want? People a bunch are just throwing the hell out." People look dominant. Like then, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, like, like that. Now I'm like, yeah, like if and, a, and granted, like I was there when you're there in person, but like looking back on it, like you do want to see Strowman make that run and Brock make that run, but. They still did a lot to protect the lower guys and not have them just out there looking bad. Like, Ty Dillinger was in there longer than Ty Dillinger would have been in there any other year. You know, it just, uh, like you said, it was slow and plodding because they had to have bodies in space when the Goldbergs and the Lesners and the Takers were in the ring. You know? Um, so, so which, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Which goes to the larger issue always, I mean, as of late, which is that they don't make stars. You know, they don't have a cachet. No one's going to talk about the Ty Dillingers, like, in any real affectionate light from what I've seen. It's not like I, don't, I like him. I enjoy him. But he's not stone cold. He, 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 none of the guys in the pot right now are at, that I see at this point, especially at, the, at the, the heat settings they have put them at, are going to get to a simmer or a boil to get to the heights of Steve Austin. They don't want that to happen. God forbid. In fact, if anyone gets close to coming, like spilling over and boiling, they take them off the front burner and put them on the back on low heat. Whoa, there, you slow down. We don't want you to know. Unless you're Roman Reigns. Then they'll defiantly keep turning up the heat even though people are adding vinegar to the water. It's like, no, we don't want this. We don't want this. No, 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 you do. You do. It's quite perplexing to deal with, especially with is, is Seth Rollins in? I haven't gotten a chance to look online, but it looks like he's injured, correct? That's what it sounded like. And then when I saw heard on Monday, it sounds like he's yeah, not going to make it to WrestleMania. Is it four to eight, eight weeks, or is it going to be another, like, six-month kind of deal? Last I heard, it was, like, four to six weeks or something like that. Yeah, that's what but happens when you throw McMahon and the kids. And, yeah. That was his mistake. He threatened her. He was like, and he didn't just threaten her, he threatened the kids, which is terrible. 
You can't do that to Stephanie. Well, you can't no, no. Yeah. He didn't yeah. threaten anybody's kid. He said, I might he come just, here. I mean, yeah. It might answer the door. And you know what he could do? He could give them some of the delicious food they offer the youth at the events that they show them in the commercials. The, the Chalupa fried chicken thingy, the KFC yeah. thing. Yeah, they can give wow, them all the deep fried, all the, all the processed the foods that day. they wouldn't touch. They could give it to, to the kids and indoctrinate mm-hmm. them. That's what, that's what he should do. Getting them eating Cheetos. Chalupa now. Yeah, right now, get them eating that. Get those. Get them hooked young. That's unfortunate for us. So this just leaves so much in the air. Like, I didn't watch wrestling for a while. I took a break, and I was like, I'm going to come in with the rumble, and they're going to step. And I'm sitting here, like, the boat is treading water, and, or I have, like, one oar, and I'm just going in a circle. Like, what the hell is going on? What the hell is this? Are you watching so the then, back down, at least? Then I fucking watched. That's what I was getting to. That's where my whole, like, argument kind of, like, all right, I didn't really watch it. I mean, I checked in, but I didn't ever watch. I did not watch a full episode until the Royal Rumble happened this year for, like, a whole month and some change pretty much since Christmas. So now John Cena, although SmackDown has been better, I watch more of SmackDown than I do Raw. Like, Raw, I literally, I watch the opening segment. I see who's coming out. I see if Michael Cole acknowledges the city they're in. Then I fast forward to the end. But I'll watch SmackDown for the most part, or at least large parts of it. <laughs> Wait, why do you care if he acknowledges the city? Because if they're in a shithole, if they're in a fucking shithole, yeah, I ain't going to fucking say, you're in Monday Night Raw, episodic television, number da 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 but if it's if they're in New York, they're like New York, New York, we're in the Mecca, or like next week is Las Vegas. So it's like the whole fucking theme is like every everything has Vegas theme to it. Even like the uh, bumpers for fights and stuff are gonna have like Vegas lights or the spinning wheel, the roulette. Like come on, just funny, just funny because they can't always play major markets. I get it, but if they tried to, they would definitely not sell out very much. That's for sure. They're not doing that. But anyway, my my thing was John fought Randy Orton last night. I mean, granted it was like a squ- like a abridged match. It's like uh, uh, like I'm supposed to buy. I don't want to see them at WrestleMania. Like I don't want to see this. So I'm hoping an elimination chamber something happens where John Cena is not the champion. You know, because I mean I don't like I don't hate Randy Orton. I just don't like him. If you know, you know what I mean. I don't need to yeah. see him wrestle. If he's not there, I'm not, like, affected emotionally. Oh, yeah, yeah, shit, you're right. Randy Orton wasn't there. I'll be damned. I move on, Jeff. But if you have to fight John Cena again, and he was just in the main event, and they're talking, it's like the first time on SmackDown, in SmackDown history, it's like, oh, my God. Like, what are your guys' thoughts after my little diatribe here? I've not listened to the rest of the show, but what are you guys, like, what are they getting to at WrestleMania? Are we going to get... Brock Lesnar and Goldberg? They're trying to figure or it out. Or is it going to be, or is Goldberg going to take, is he going to get the strap now at so much of what should have been at least somewhat set in place is still left in the air. And that bothers me, especially for your biggest show of the year. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out, uh, you know. Yeah, we're looking for the exact details. They are either yeah, going like, or where it looks like they're headed. Yeah, and that's going to be the title match. A lot of stuff we don't know all because... Life. Yeah. Kevin Owens versus Goldberg is very intriguing. Like, do they do all that, what they did with Kevin Owens, and just to have him be squashed by Goldberg just for Goldberg to then lose? Well, what do they – I mean, I think that might be the stupidest thing you've ever asked, Travis. And I've heard you say some silly and very hilarious things, but, yeah, they will. I mean, they they took the cachet of The Undertaker's WrestleMania streak, and they just gave it to Goldberg off of Brock Lesnar. 
with a minute and a half win. And that's what they did. They can anyone Dave Meltzer and Wade Teller can fucking yap their ears off, but to a kid who sees that and feels that, the emotions, they're fucking watched. Technicalities, points don't matter. That's what the boxing ref sees. The people in the crowd see it differently. They like Mike Tyson. They don't care about the points. So I don't I just don't see it. I don't get it at all. Who the hell is that? Or what is that? Yeah, really quick, guys, we, we didn't talk about that. Um, So the, the plan is for Seth Rollins and Triple H to happen at Mania. They think it's only a grade one MCL sprain and that he, he can, you know, be good to go. Rehab it to uh, make it Mania. Mania and not have surgery. That'll be, and you know what, I, I think that plays into uh, – I know, Brian, you're not super high on Raw, but, you know, Samoa Joe had a really good debut, and I think that really plays well into, um, you know, Samoa Joe's effectiveness, keeping that guy out for however many weeks, but him triumphantly coming to face Triple H. So, yeah, that's uh, – I feel like there's going to be a lot of singles matches at WrestleMania. I had asked the question, assume Kurt – Seth doesn't get hurt, then where are they going? Is he going to go and face Samoa Joe in four weeks at Fastlane? Only to then turn well, around. You know, he's got to beat him if he wants to make it to uh, heavy machinery. What? If he wants to then you know, make it to go to Triple H, he's not going to lose to Joe. And they're going to have mean, to have well, some kind of cop-out finish to possibly okay. revisit the spring. Yeah. Or, like, or Seth Rollins will jump Joe in some way. You know what I mean? He'll cheap shot him. You know, the classic, hit him in the car, his car's out in the park. You know, something over the top because it's WrestleMania season. To knock him out of commissioner, get him out of the way, and, and send Triple H into a tizzy, and he'll bait Triple H and get him to accept the match. He'll goad him into it, for sure. There won't be, that doesn't have to be a setup. I hope, I mean, that match was the more intriguing of matches, which is kind of sad when you when you hear a WrestleMania lineup. You're like, I want to see Triple H and Seth Rollins. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't think there's anything in, innately wrong with that. or, or No, I'm just saying that if that's my highlight, I'd, I'm just like, come on, man. Like, I, I mean, where, where's AJ Styles going to be? I mean, AJ Styles, like, I bitch about the Royal Rumble. It was a fucking shit show. Like, the, the actual, like, Rumble was terrible. But John Cena and AJ Styles had a good match. I think you're off about the rumble being terrible. It was fine. We just, look, Brad, I just there was no changed. surprise entrance. There was nothing that made it memorable for me. I'm not going to remember this rumble except for the last, again, it's just like Rey Mysterio when the crowd's like, oh, except it was worse because it's who they didn't want at number 30. It wasn't just like a bystander, like, oh. Like, oh. You know what I mean? It was exactly the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 ordered beef, but they brought you fish, and you're like, I don't fucking want this. Like, this is not what I had in mind. No, no. They're like, oh, okay, no. okay, we'll go back and make what you want, and then they just keep coming back out with like a turkey. Yeah, you can't you can't exchange <laughs> like a for chicken kind of thing. This is a total swap, and I was not comfortable. The, the most surprised ever was Roman Reigns James Ellsworth. Keep coming back out with fish, fish, fish. How about macro? Why did AJ Styles? Why did AJ Styles come out then? Yep. That doesn't make any sense. Had AJ Styles come out, I could have dealt with it. Even though the stupid thing was like there was no one in the middle of the entire rumble. It was a bunch of nobodies until the very end, where the last five people happened to be the ones that have been advertised. Are you kidding? Like, well, hey, that's, oh the, that's the way the tumbler rolls. 
You that's know? what happens when you got part-timers who are, like, right at the twilight of their careers who are trying to carry the burden of someone who should be working full-time at this point. And literally, not just working full-time, but he's just kick-started their motorcycle bike and is just starting to hit the throttle and is really starting to get gas. They're in the prime. Like, let's go make money. Not like, hey, I made money and I'm back to make more money, but, like, let's go make money with this new rocket ship. Instead, NASA's like, let's just go put fuel in the old one and hope it stays together. Like, yeah. That's not how you make mission success for for a long-term success. You get short gains, but at the cost of long-term success, ultimately. I mean, that's like what's happening. It's so painful and evident. My friend who doesn't watch wrestling hasn't since, and I quote him, Jason, friend of mine for 20-plus years, Jason said, if Goldberg comes to WWE, I think it was F at the time, if he was E, he goes, I'm done watching wrestling, dude. I'm done. And Goldberg came, and Jason never watched it again, unless he's over at my house like he was on Monday before we went and played video games. And he was Wait, 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 wait. So it was 03 he said that? Yeah, he swore off. He swore off, and in fact, I joked to him, I go, guess who's back, Jason? And he laughed. He goes, Goldberg? And I was like, yep. He's like, good God. But wait, there was it. an he entire, okay, so in 03, there was an entire division, or an entire ro- roster on SmackDown, Kurt and Brock, and why didn't he just say, I'm not watching Raw, because that's where he went. He didn't have to give up all I of think- wrestling, Jeez. I think in part because it's like, I think for him it was the change in this, the mood. It was the corporate sense. It's once it stopped being like Titan, you know, sports, and it became like WWFE and then WWE and all that. I think that started to wear on him. It did for me in some ways because I didn't watch the SmackDown pay-per-views. But like, it's not I like they promoted it. themselves as this, you know, that's a that's more of a thing that they started in the last to 10 years. They weren't like uh... – you know. Oh, it's not, it's it's more in the background. It's in, it's not even in the foreground of things. Like it's not even that. It's not now where it's Michael Cole hammering it on the head of you, telling you the corporate interest of how many episodes they made, the audience count, you know, the ratings, what things they beat on, you know, social media, blah, 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 all that gibberish. No, no, no. He for him it was just the the, the creative minutia was starting to slow. It was. I mean, it, it's. I mean, not just for him, but it's in the ratings. The ratings start to slump by that time. The the hot streak was over. Like, it, it was, right. they were still yeah. doing well, but it wasn't like, oh, shit, guys, everything we're doing is a fucking seven. They were hitting snake eyes a couple of times. We're like, oh, shit, we got to be careful. You know, X, I watched, I'm going to end with this, and I'll let you guys go. What did you guys think of, of the XFL special? Because they're kind of, I mean, that goes to, like, just losing sight of things or sometimes putting your eye on the wrong prize, like a Roman Reigns or a XFL. I found it to be, I mean, somewhat informational, a bit a bit biased, considering it was made by the Sun of one of the people who helped, you know, make it happen. Yeah. I, I, saw, I, I, I missed the first half hour, uh, but what I saw was pretty, pretty, pretty decent. It was, it's cool, but it's, it's interesting where there aren't necessarily, like, the fact that those guys are friends and they're still friends, and after things went south and things didn't work out and people lost jobs, like, we're still rich, old, white guys. And then <laughs> did it together. So it's kind of weird, like, you know, with how, like, documentaries I've seen. Like, Brian, I'm a, I'm a huge cocaine Cowboys fan. Like, I've watched one and two a million times, and I've watched Reloaded half a million times. You know, so <laughs> I'm really into that. And so when, like, things break down, like, I'm kind of interested in that. But this was kind of like, oh, 
you know, we tried this thing out for a year and a half, and it didn't work out. But hey, here we are. So it was kind of, kind of empty. I mean, I was I was young when the XFL like kicked off. Like, I saw more of Rod Smart as a kick returner in Carolina than I ever did. Like, he hate me. Like that's all like the games. So. Yeah, but I, I mean, it was pretty good. Like Bob Costas and Vince McMahon. Maybe like fifteen. A fascinating yeah. like story. I was sixteen. Yeah. This was two thousand and one. I mean, you were old enough. Um, it wasn't like yeah. eight. Oh. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. sixteen. Like I was, I was places doing things with people. So I didn't see that. But no, it was um, it, it was it was pretty interesting. Like finding out like kind of the details of how things worked and and how that like the. Week two was was I think the the highlight of the whole documentary, like how like the trucks went bad and the on field product was better, but you know it didn't stick, and then them running into SNL. Like there were some really cool parts to that though. I really liked. And then I, like I've, uh, I've, what's the guy's name? Terry Lennon is like jumped into my top fifteen players all time just based on the fact that he was there and then turned it into a real NFL career and was like playing in Super Bowls. So yeah. I've always contended that if they if they if they aired the B game as the A game that first week because that New York Vegas game that was like nineteen to nothing or something like that it was just a terrible game but but it was like Chicago versus Orlando or the other chan or you know the other game at the same time it was like you know. 25, you know, 32 to 25 or something, you know, it was a decent high-scoring uh, affair, and yeah, I, I mean, maybe that doesn't do any, make a difference in the long run, it probably doesn't one game, but I think it would have just, cha- it would have changed the narrative, because it wouldn't have been, oh, what a bunch of terrible football. Yeah, that was like the instantaneous, I remember how instant it was, it went from being like, this could be interesting, to being like, oh, it's a disaster, within yeah, like, pretty much quarter of the game. Man. You know, we didn't have social media, but, like, it was pretty – I mean, with the people I fought with, it was evident. And then, yeah, hearing it from kids at school and just terrible. Yeah, my dad, everyone, like, Jesus, what a shit show. Yeah. Remember how gross, Guess we won't like, be watching that. With the uh, – like, how gross the Nitro Girls, like – and who was it? Uh, it was Bruce's man, Mark Madden, saying the Nitro Girls were basically there to hang with the boys and, like, how gross that was. And then you hear the XFL. Who's run by Vince McMahon, which is basically like we encourage the cheerleaders to do things with the players, and we're gonna highlight that yeah. like with the, like the net down shot thing. It was just like, oh god, like this is not how you run a company or even a subsection of your company. Like this is disgusting, and it's not disgusting for 2017. It's disgusting 20 years ago. 15 years. Yeah, this is disgusting, like, at the end of the Attitude Era, where, like, Sable literally had hands printed on her breasts, and we saw Mae Young's breasts. Mae Young's yeah. breasts. Mae Young's breasts. Let that set in, okay? Stop. So, Stop like, anything was... Stop. And, and, and there was a the breast of the hand. I mean, Triple H had sex with a corpse. So, like, it looks, this, there was a lot of things happening, and to really stand out in some of that, yeah, it, because it's... It's your audience, you know. That goes. Vince McMahon does not know his audience. He he does not. I I stand behind that one hundred percent. Because he knew how much money was on the line. This was his big chance, and he fucked it up. Because he was he was too gun ho, and he should have been able to been and smart enough through television all the years to know that he's got to step it back. You know, everyone else knew it. Like we can't, we shouldn't go this far. When I heard him, when he who uh, 
I forget the name of the other guy now. His name is um, the guy from ABC or uh, NBC. Dave. Oh, Dick, oh, Dick Everson. Yeah. Oh. He he says that he hears Vince McMahon say what the XFL is going to be, and he talks it, says some of those statements about like the cheerleaders and stuff, and then he goes or like what it was going to be in the future. And he said, call Vince McMahon for me. And I thought because he was going to bitch him out and be like, you're fucking stupid. And says he's instead he's like, this is a great idea. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Did no one, what? No one hit the brakes. No, of course not, I guess. They just kept rolling until the very, very, I, I wasn't even, I didn't even know it went to the full season, how much I didn't invest in it. I thought it went to a couple games and they just stopped. That's how little I cared. Oh, they had a champion and the whole thing. We sold. Uh, I worked at a sports shop at the time. I had a, I had an XFL football. Probably it's probably at my parents' house in their basement or something. If my uh, younger brother didn't like lose it or do anything to it, um, I think it was an authentic one. Like it was like a seventy-five dollar ball that I got, you know, sixty percent off of my employee discount. So, I mean, a nice uh, quality football for you know thirty bucks or whatever. Um, and we had the jerseys, and we had we had merch, we had XFL shit, and we had mostly New York, New Jersey hitmen stuff, and you know the markets that were close to us. Um, yeah, but we had all. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think we just had all of them, or a bunch of different ones. And you know, yeah, we had the same. Like we had mostly old, Chicago. Uh, you know, it wasn't exactly. Uh, Flying off the, uh, you know, flying off the uh, the shelves, but you were also buoyed by jerseys were like in period. So, especially for something as obscure and odd as the XFL, unless you were uh, well, I mean, really if you, into it, you, I if you weren't like okay, if you got a bunch of XFL stuff that failed, like or didn't sell well, at least everything else in the store. I'm saying like Eagles jerseys and throwback stuff and. You know, that was, like, the shit in 2002. Or it was, like, really, like, right in the middle of that fad, that phenomenon with the jerseys and stuff. Guys are taking me back just like that special bit. I lost the last, like, two minutes of it on my DVR, so I don't know how it ended exactly, but I think I got the good stuff of it. Yeah. So. Well, I'm going to call you. I'll, I'll be sure to call again soon in the next couple of weeks, maybe next week. I'll try and keep watching and put this together and try to understand what they're trying to do. Cause that's... All right, man. Don't be a stranger. It's uh... Brian from Minnesota. It's, um... I got a, I don't know, international or Skype caller here, 1111. So if you hear a beep, uh, that is you. Uh, what's what up? up? Who's this from? Nah, it's Craig from Toledo. What's up, Craig? Yo. What up, Craig? How's it going, guys? What up? Doing well, sir. Doing well. I've been enjoying the show. Thank you, guys. Um, I got out of wrestling in 1997 um, just because... I'm, my parents got divorced, and I moved in with my dad, and it lost the. We had the um, that thing in the cable box that um, you got that all the pay per views legally. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My dad worked. At... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when uh, when uh, they got divorced, I lost that, so I couldn't watch any of the pay per view. So I kind of just fell oh. off. So you should have went with like, look, whoever got that black box, that's who I'm going to live with. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she moved to Kansas. See, I I, I couldn't move to Kansas. Uh, I like Ohio too much. Yeah, um, who wants to move to Kansas? Yeah, then I moved. I, to I, I got back in. Uh, I I just I that's was a terrible uh, time to stop watching wrestling. Uh, now. Well, it, I mean that's what I heard, but I I don't I didn't mind it because every time I look back at the at the Attitude Era stuff, like and everybody's like going crazy about it and all that, I just I, I watched. I've watched all the like the laws from '97 and the pay per views and stuff like that. And I'm just not, you know. And after that, okay, I'm just not that back, into it. it a, the wrestling wasn't that completely, great. Yeah, I know, but you can't as a as a you know established adult going back watching these things. Yeah. Going, oh, I'm glad because I always I often wonder like, man, I was just too. I left in '93. I stopped watching in '93. It wasn't you know it just wasn't for me, and you know it was. You know, girls, and yeah, so that was just like, nah, I'm I'm too old for this. It was that kind of stuff, but and and it was corny. It was getting into the occupational, you know, hard into the heavy into the occupational. Well, in '93, did you go back into WCW in '93? No, I I, I never liked that. That's what I I, I watched a, a lot of WCW. Yeah, I watched a lot of that from '93. People, talk about how '93 was like some of the darkest, like you know, like WCW was garbage, but WWF was like okay, you know, still had Hogan on top. Oh, I I love '92 over there, dude. They got the 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 um the, on the the VIP and the spotlights. They keep putting up the spotlights, um, for John Rezzy in that. They keep putting that up on the um, on the on the PW Torch VIP stuff, yeah. and I've been going through and watching like in succession while listening to the radio shows, and I really like the '92 stuff with the Dangerous Alliance and then you know uh, Savage and Flair and all that. And I like I like that stuff, but I yeah, watched everything I mean, back. Then. Yeah, I just back then I just was I was I was. Yeah. So by the time '97, you know, so I left it. I was 13, you know, '93. By the time '97 came around, I heard about the buzz and NWO and all that stuff. It just didn't matter. I was, you know, playing baseball and fucking bitches, and it just was like, nah, I'm good on wrestling. It wasn't, and it wasn't until two years later, you know, a year and after, you know, sophomore year in college, where I was all the rock and you know it's just it's like a lot of things it just takes one thing to see it in one certain light and i was back like oh my god this is great yeah. well that's, that's right what now. i was gonna say is mine mine was mine was uh uh 2014 was i saw i i was just sitting in my, my house and i uh i was bored and i was like oh i'm gonna watch a royal rumble i bought it on the pay-per-view invited a friend over and we watched it i saw daniel bryan versus um Bray Wyatt, and I was just blown away so by the, the actual so match. Good. That, 
that match is just and like the moves they were doing and stuff. I'm like, they do this now? Holy crap! I got to get back into it. So that wow. was wow. So '97 to like 2014. Yeah, and actually the uh, the thing. I mean, if there wasn't podcasts right now, I don't know if I would still be into it as much as I am. But there's so yeah. many, you know, like you guys talk about it, the whole PW Torch. I got like all kinds of um, podcasts I listen to. Oh yeah, to, for sure. And that That's adds to it. Fan, fan, fan I couldn't. I, yeah, I don't know if I could just watch it. Just you know, here's my TV and here's my DVR and stuff like that. Yeah, because before before the torch, like pre, <laughs> you know, '98 or, or '08, before I got me and Dre got the podcast, uh, it was the reason we were like, we can do a podcast is because all we had really was each other to, like, talk about wrestling shit with. <laughs> like, so it was literally Dre and I on the yeah. phone for for hours at a time, you know, because there was no, or I wasn't a part of any kind of online, you know, there was the the the, the, the message board and stuff, but... um. Uh, but that basically coincided with getting getting the podcast when I discovered that uh, in 07. Uh, and you so, guys, yeah, there was just, yeah, you you're whoever closest buddy that you had. So, yeah, go ahead. And and you people actually like to listen to you guys talk about it, which is, I mean, it's really crazy to think about. Like, I, I want to hear these guys talk to each other. You know, it's it's really weird, but <laughs> it's it's kind of cool. Like, you guys are, you have such great personalities and, and the way you talk and stuff. No. It's really it's fun and informed and stuff like that. I'm patting myself on the back so right I, now. <laughs> <laughs> I love all your callers too, and and like uh, like especially yeah. on this this uh, this show, you guys like yeah. the um and it's not you got a lot of dialects and um, accents and stuff like that also, and personalities really. uh-huh. and like mm-hmm. direct. Darrell saying that stuff earlier, I was that broke my heart. Like, well, who Wait, was saying that? What did to he that say? Guy? He said they he, he wasn't supposed to live past twenty one. Everybody's oh, the story told, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how to feel. Like oh, that. I love that guy. Callous at this point, like he's like, what did he say? Uh, <laughs> I love all your calls. I love, I love this show. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> um, well, what I was gonna say though is, uh, you guys were talking about there's there's not gonna be another Stone Cold, another Rock. The reason that that is is because they keep bringing back all these old guys from back when I left wrestling in '97. Goldberg, Triple H, Undertaker. There there won't be another Stone Cold or Rock because they don't have room. They're, they're, they keep, you know, bringing back these guys for, you know, two shows a year, and they keep worshiping their past. So, I mean, WrestleMania is always a letdown for me. Every every year since I've been watching it, like, and so I, 14, I go 15, back even, and I'm like, Man. Well, 14 right, was great and I, because, I the ones before that, and you like, know, the Brian story that, was, that they were finally able to tell. Right, and that wasn't uh, even supposed to happen. It was, right. it was supposed to be Batista and uh, Randy Orton and stuff. Right, but and in '15 in Florida or in San Francisco, you had a you know decent undercard, and you had Seth and Randy. Uh, 
good Larry yeah, that Rowan match. Very end. Well, the match was already fine. It wasn't but really, I wasn't. I don't know. I, I don't like Roman. Just I. It's not like a. It's not like a. Uh, I don't like him. I just don't like his wrestling style. I don't like the punch kick. You know, clothesline. Stuff. I don't like powerhouse wrestling really. Right, right. I mean, I understand it. I get that. If, they, if the Brian Bray match is what got you, like, super intrigued and piqued your interest enough to come back after, yeah. for goodness sake, 17 years. Fuck. Like, I left yeah. for six years. Oh, 93 to 99. Like, I can't imagine, like, showing well, up to uh, 93 and then... So like oh seven would be my seventeen year or no twenty ten. Not coming back till twenty ten or twenty ten, so. yeah. Like there was nothing where well, there was but, nothing really worse. You, you got like, to come oh, back. Seamus, Seamus guy is great. Let me start watching. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, you should go and you should go to the twenty ten Royal Rumble and see if see what match would have brought you back in. That'd be funny. I wouldn't even, uh, you know, uh, remember the damn, uh, couldn't remember it in my head, probably. Like, oh, I remember it happened, but let's see, 2010. Uh, who is it? It was in Georgia, in Atlanta, Phillips Arena. Uh, they don't have just like a list? Oh, okay, here we go. Um, okay, Eve Torres, Kelly Kelly, Gail Kim, and the Bellas. Defeated Maurice, Natalia, Lisa Fox, and Katie Lee Burchill, and Jillian Hall. That might have been the one in the egg match. That, that might have got you back. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, the ECW champion Christian beat Ezekiel Jackson with William Regal was coming out with Zeke. Oh, my God. Uh, Miz beat. The WWE champion Miz beat. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. US champion Miz beat uh, MVP. Sheamus was the WWE champion. He beat Orton by qualification. Mickey uh, James beat Michelle McCool. Beat. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Beat Lay Cool for the women's title, and Undertaker beat Rey Mysterio for the world title. Oh, and Edge won the. That might have actually been cool. But I wouldn't have known Edge. If I, left in I wouldn't have gave a crap. I wouldn't have known any of these people. That's the point. Yeah, like, how do you know? You didn't it know. It was Brian. hard watching that Rumble. Yeah, it was hard watching that Rumble because everyone was going crazy. I didn't even know who CM Punk was. And everybody was going crazy about uh, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk afterwards. And and I'm like, I don't know who these guys are. I know everybody is booing the hell out of Bautista. And then I watched, uh, um, like, one of them YouTube videos of all the reactions, like when Bautista won and people were breaking their TVs and shit. And I'm like, oh, man, people are really passionate about this stuff. And I just cannot put myself in that 
And, and like, I wish I could. Like, that is so interesting. Seventeen years, you come back, you don't know who anybody is, but you're like, hey, I'm in. It's like getting into anything like that has a, just a super long history. Like I remember when, when, uh, when, um, when Passions got canceled in '07 uh, and '08 or '07 off NBC and then Directv. But in '07, I was like, damn it, that two o'clock. You know, I was so used to having something to watch in that two o'clock uh, uh, noon spot. So I started, I just was like, all right, well, I'll just see what, I'll watch the CBS one. And it was As the World Turns. And just, like, that month or two that it takes to, like, get acclimated and, to like, okay, learn people's motivations. Oh, yeah. And, Especially with you that. Know, that kind of, been around since, like, the 60s, man. Well, right, right. That's, not like, the only thing I could really think of is, like, to, all right, well, so that, that, you know, you could do that. So, yeah, just kind of jumping in and, like, oh, okay, I like this storyline. I like that guy. As far as WrestleMania though, what yeah. do I, I mean as a as a guy who watches all the stuff, as as a guys both of you, you guys watch all the stuff. Do you, if you had to pick a an event to go to and don't include any of the access and all the stuff around it, I'm just talking about yeah. the actual event. If you had to pick one event to go to, would it be WrestleMania? This year, you're saying? Or any year. Any 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 pay per view. Any what would be your pay per go to? Like kind of the standard for me would be like WrestleMania. Only because like I've been to I don't know, three of the last five, maybe? No, four of the last five, something like that. So it's just um and a lot of that Well you went to three Fred straight, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, and then skip one and went to Dallas. And, yeah, a lot of it's camaraderie because, um, you know, you get to be out there with your friends. And then, like, I'm, you know, we're big social guys too, Craig. So we, like, you know, do events and we have meetups and stuff. And so, like, the things surrounding the show yeah, has a lot to do with it. That's what I'm saying, because, though. Uh, I'm saying disqualify yeah. all that stuff and say, oh, say you, you do that, that for away. whatever. Oh, I'm going oh, then that's tough, yeah. though. Because... Yeah. Because you know each pay per view then is it's it's different. I mean, I'm still going to pick WrestleMania because it's just the biggest, based on the way you know, it's booked. Biggest. Yeah, like I'd say the Rumble has the closest shot at me going to something other than WrestleMania, even though WrestleMania yeah. is still typically going to win that out. But like if if we had to pick a show to go to, and I know this isn't exactly what you're asking, Craig, but if there's like a show to go to for the wrestling at that event, it would be that money in the bank with Cena and, and Punk, as far as, like, a modern era thing to go to, like, that money in the bank pay-per-view is the thing I would be at um, right. for what it was top to bottom, but, of course, that's hindsight. But, no, it's, it's WrestleMania followed closely by the Rumble and then anything else would, would be my And order. then SummerSlam. I mean, it's especially the, the way they've been doing it the last two or three years. They've been doing good with SummerSlam, too, yeah. So SummerSlam. That, that's what mine would be, SummerSlam. I went to... I went to the SummerSlam uh, this past um, this past summer, but I didn't go to the, yeah. the I didn't go to the show. I, I went to New York for the first time ever, and I had a great time. It, all the stuff around it, it was sort of. I mean, everybody that talked about WrestleMania and all the stuff around it. The uh, you know they had 
I think the cheap yeah, we went to the cheap heat podcast, um, live thing. Then they had the, um, Sam Roberts had one and then Chris Jericho had one the morning of SummerSlam. And then there, we went to the NXT show and my sister got loaded and <laughs> we went to this bar near it. It was kind of like, it was really crazy. And I'm like, I want to do this every year. And, but the card was good. You know, that's what I'm talking about. The, the booking of the card was a lot. I mean, there, there wasn't, I mean, there was the Lesnar and uh, Orton thing, which is kind of old guys. I mean, Orton's not that old, but you know, Lesnar's part-time. You, nobody's but old though. I mean, that, you don't, you, ha- you, you do not have the, the, the 15 years of Randy Orton history the way Cam and I do, and then a lot of people that call into this show and listen to this, you know, just to pick well, no, up random I've... Orton. So, I mean, when you say old guys, it's like, but, but, but you're letting other people's, uh, um, no, 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 I'm going on that. I'm... Like, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about that. Like they're old. I'm talking about Undertaker's old. Uh, Triple H is old. Um, Lesnar, I mean, he's, he's good, but I don't want to see Goldberg. What the hell do I care? And especially if he has the title. Yeah, no, I don't either. I'm right there with you. Kevin Owens is on the undercard. Yeah, you, you know, know he's going to run through the middle. That sucks. Yeah, and, and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't give a damn about this WrestleMania. I mean, if I didn't have the network, I probably wouldn't watch it. Mm-hmm. You know? But. Uh, the the only thing I'm looking forward to out of this WrestleMania is if there, I'm sorry, <laughs> there is an Ambrose Corbin match. I would love to see that because I think those guys are great. Yeah, I'm a big Dean Ambrose fan. Uh, Corbin's a, yeah. a guy on the rise too, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm and not necessarily hype for for that match in particular, but. I mean, I guess I could get into it. <laughs> I think Ambrose could have a good match with anybody. He he tried his best with Brock, even, and the hype for that match last year was great. That that uh, the uh, Brock wasn't so damn the lazy. Package, video package, yeah, <laughs> and and he got in trouble for that too. He got thrown the hell out. <laughs> it was stiff. Oh yeah, uh, I, yeah, I don't buy into that but people, people I don't know that, that say that that was the case that looked, but man, maybe. that looked good old man I was like oh man he he put some stank on it the one thing that could save this Wrestlemania for me is if Shinsuke his music plays the, the first beat of Raw after Wrestlemania is Shinsuke's music plays that's the only thing. I, I mean, I'm not saying the only thing, but that would totally save the whole weekend for me. Wait, if Shinsuke, if Shinsuke came out when during Mania? The, no, the 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 day after WrestleMania. I'm wrong. The day after. The first oh, thing the day happens, after. The first thing that happens is his music plays, and he comes out, and he, he doesn't even have to talk. If he just come out and he has a match or something. That would be great. Yeah. It won't happen, but, you know. Well, <laughs> they got to be doing so somehow. I mean, that's, that's I, the perfect yeah. time. That's when those things usually do happen. 
Yeah. I'm just. I mean, yeah. I think if we got Shinsuke Day after Mania, we that'd be that'd be tremendous, and there'd be a big giant talking point, and yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I try to. I try I to. I don't think you could just go out and. Well, that that no, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to lower my expectation because I I lowered my expectations for the takeover uh, right before the rumble, and I really enjoyed the hell out of that. And but then I my expectations for the rumble were really high, and I was let down because I'm like, oh, was, I mean, that was okay, but it wasn't what I wanted, you know, expected something great to happen. But that's just because of my. Do you watch uh, anything besides WWE? Um, I watch uh, main roster yeah, WWE watch, stuff. I watch. I'm watching NXT right now. I got. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> it's funny to know. What I, I was getting. No. Uh, I got a. I, I went to. Uh, yeah, I went to uh, uh, SmackDown a couple weeks ago in Toledo here, and I was wearing a No Way No Way Jose shirt. I just got my No Way Jose shirt, um, and I was excited to wear it. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna. And I was out at the bars, pre-gaming, you know, drinking and stuff. And this guy, and he didn't really, um, he didn't, he wasn't a wrestling fan or anything like that. He he goes, hey, can I take a picture of you? Can I take a picture of you? Because my friend would probably love that shirt. And I'm like, sure, yeah. And so I let him take a picture of me, and I said, "Can you can you send it to me?" And because I don't I don't take selfies well because I got really short arms, so he emailed me the picture that he took of me, and he didn't take a picture of me. He took a picture of the shirt, right? And I'm and as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, hey, "You yeah, know like the shirt that, that I'm talking about, right? The stop sign on the front." Well, yeah, <laughs> but the 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 shirt had a stop sign on the front. And it said it says no way Jose on it, and I'm like, I wonder why he wanted to send that to his friend, why why his friend would like that, and I'm like, is this like an anti-Mexican shit? No, 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 it was to his friend. And I'm like, is he like, oh yeah, this is like stop Mexicans from coming in? I'm like, are you? Is that why he did it? I I didn't think about it like that until, and then I'm like, the rest. Hey, I'm walking around with this No Way Jose shirt with a stop sign on the front. I'm thinking, man, people are going to think I'm trying to build a wall or some shit. No, no. Now the real Craig comes out. See? No, oh, I would have been pissed. If it's, wall yeah. building uh, Craig. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh, no, no way. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I I, I had to say because you said you said um, co- uh, last week or a couple weeks ago about you have the you had to delete the blackish from your um, DVR or, or you know set yeah. up on whatever and you got the sling. Um, if you get PlayStation View, it records everything. Like there's no like it, it just it, you you put it in and it'll record everything. And, um, there's so no, the view like, has DVR capability. Yeah, and it, and it's it, like um and even like I like the Levitard show um on ESPN, and yeah. they they had it on ESPNU, and it used to be three hours on ESPNU. Well, 
the third hour switched to ESPN2 a couple weeks ago. And so the DVR automatically picked up, hey, he probably wants to watch that. So it recorded that, too, on ESPN2, even though I didn't do anything. So it records everything. It's really good. I love PlayStation View. I never. I, I tried so, to fling once, and I, I mean, I tried the free trial, but I didn't really. So with the sling, there's certain channels that, like on Viceland, or um, there's a few other channels that it doesn't matter. Like if the show was on three hours ago, you can go to it in like like USA. You can't even go backwards that far. You can't even go back in the guide. Like, once the show airs, like, you can't go back to it. It's, right. It's over. Like, Vice Lane, you can go back to, you know. There's some stuff that does that. It's 8 o'clock now, there's and some I can stuff go back to whatever that. was on at 5, and wa- and go start now, like, watch now. So that's how I'm able to watch Jesus and Mero pretty much, you know, consistently every night uh, if I don't make it in. To, right. But, yeah, so, but not every channel. So, and I just. On, on I the view, all you got to do is push. This is my favorite show. You know, add it to your favorites, and it'll just have all your favorites lined up. Maybe when I, maybe when then, I finally do get a PS4, I'll I'll consider getting View over a Sling. Well, it's 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 on the it's on the Fire Stick and the Roku. So. Oh, oh, okay. I that's what I I, I got that. Yeah. And how much is it a month? I got the $35 one It's because uh, it has, like, pop. It has, you know, um, I like the impact and, and that. There's a, I think there's a basic one, but I, the $35 has the USA and, um, you know. Yeah, pop. so I've been I, getting yeah, got all this time. All this time I've been using the, the, top, the $40 one, right, uh, thinking I needed that so I can have USA. Well, somebody started a thread in our uh, yeah. Facebook uh, group and, was talk, asking, you know, about Sling TV. And some people were like, oh, no, it sucks. Or, you know, and I was like, hey, it works great for me. And, you know, and then somebody was like, yeah, I, I got the $25 one just because I wanted to watch USA. I was like, well, you have to have the $40 one to get USA. And he's like, no, you don't. And then I went to the thing, and he was right. <laughs> so today I dropped down from the $40 one. And all all you get is ESPN 1, 2, and 3 for 15 bucks. For like, fuck, yeah. I was like, I don't. Yep. Fuck it, ain't my whatever. I don't care. I went if I through, need to watch I it, it something's on ESPN that I have I to through. watch. I'll watch it on a bootleg stream or something. I'll be able to find it. So I was like, well, save fifteen dollars. I'm sure you know somebody that has cable. Get their get their uh, like my sister has um, FiOS or whatever. Oh, she lives in DC. yeah, that's how so I watch. I got get her, my HBO. I got her thanks. Hook me up. There you go. What the, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just get the ESPN Go app, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, watch yeah, ESPN. And then you're off You're off the grid, man. I'm a, I'm so off the grid, I don't even have a phone. Damn. That's How are you on Twitter? On your laptop? Oh, yeah. I got a, I got a, um, I got the, uh, I got a tablet. And I got, um, Wi-Fi, but I don't have any cable or anything. I pay seventy bucks right. for um, internet, and that's it. Seventy? Damn! What you got? Comcast? 
No, I got it's uh AT and uh, not not AT and T. It's a local thing. It's like it's called Toastnet. It's just a something. And it's seventy five. They use AT and T. No, it's seventy. See, bucks, I got a local. But it's it's like really fast. I want to watch yeah. three TVs at the same time and play my games. So it's it's really fast. Yeah, no, I mean I I get that, but sheesh. I'm paying forty 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 something bucks a month. Like after taxes, it's like fifty-two bucks a month for internet, and then with the sling, that was that's going to drop to twenty-five. So that's you know nice. So yeah, that's nice. Right, cool, Craig, man. Yeah. Don't uh. <laughs> nice don't talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hey, good talking to you, man. No, I'm glad Take you stuck around the whole time. Yeah, right. Oh no, yeah, no. Uh, Extracurriculars for Cam tonight. Yeah, no, no practice tonight. All right. Craig from Ohio. It uh, looks like uh, that clears the queue. Make sure we don't have any no emails came in, unfortunately. Nope. So. All right. Yeah. So no, that's it here. Um, I'm pretty sure. He's not on the line, but Rich and I will be back in uh, just a matter of seconds for you VIP folks. We'll be by um, for the VIP portion. If you're a VIP or hearing this live or whatever, just shoot us an email. We could certainly use uh, some uh, some topics, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, so get in some questions or some comments. Uh, you free folks will be by next week. Same uh, East Coast cash time, same uh, East Coast cash channel. Uh, So until then, uh, that's Cam. I'm Trev. We out of here.